ignition sequence has begun. All systems are online. Power is at maximum capacity. Prepare for launch. Five, four, three, two, one, fire! Alright, I believe we are finally ready to roll. Finally. <laughs> uh, this is Justin. I am introducing the game tonight. We are going to be playing a game called Microscope. It actually lets you go through a make-believe history and kind of work out what happened there. We are going to be playing uh, a history that is actually going to be coming up in a future campaign. It's going to be a Western set campaign, and this is going to kind of explain how the technology that is going to be in the campaign got there. So... Just to kind of introduce everything, I thought it would be interesting to have the guys answer what point in human history would you like to be a fly on the wall and get to witness? And we'll just start right over here with Jake. With Jake? I was... Okay. <laughs> so I'm not prepared for this. No, I'm kidding. Um, the If I was to be a fly on the wall at any point in history, it would definitely be... Uh, in London in the late 90s, early 2000s, when Harry Potter was going through school. That would probably be the one point in human history. Really, that would be where I could go. But in real human history, I'd have to say the Middle Evil Ages. I just think it'd be cool. Like Simpler the, time. All the ages? Oh, yeah. Huh? All the ages? M medieval. Yeah. Like, like just time like time? times with like knights in shining armor were a real thing, you know? I think uh, I will be a good sword fighter. I've practiced a lot with the toy Jedi lightsabers, so I'm actually pretty good at it. <laughs> so I think I would have excelled in that world more than I do in this one currently. <laughs> nice. You probably only lived like 35, though. So you That's all I need. Middle age right now. Just burn bright. <laughs> <laughs> go out. <laughs> a blaze of glory. All right. Go. Well, let's go on over here to Alex and see... See what he's thinking. Uh, so I only just came up with this about an hour ago, but I really want to know what happened to the Roanoke colony. So I would like to have been a fly and what happened there. That would that would be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. One of the bigger questions in human history. Yeah. We could we could actually play a microscope game of that at some point and make up our own thing that happened there. That's true. Oh boy, we could we? <laughs> Oh, golly gee willikers. <laughs> Can I change my answer? <laughs> I like that one better. <laughs> and what about you, Zach? All right. Well, I too, I made two answers as Jake as well. The first one being the serious answer of I would like to go back to the time of the Kennedy assassination, figure out what actually happened, who killed him, who, who was behind it, if there was one shooter, multiple shooters, magical bullets, whichever. 
I've always been fascinated by that. And my second answer would be, uh, I'd like to go also go back to when I was five, when I moved from my first house to my second house, because I had this track and field game for the Nintendo Power Pad. And between the move, it just up and vanished. And I have no idea what happened to it. Okay, I thought we weren't <laughs> going to talk about tragedies in this. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, my mom got tired of us running <laughs> on the power pad in the house and causing a whole bunch of ruckus, and, <laughs> and she probably just made it disappear and <laughs> <laughs> thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. <coughs> but I've always wondered what the heck happened to those games. Can, Can I, I offer two bits of commentary? Sure. Uh, I think... The Kennedy assassination was achieved using magnets, <laughs> not magic, <laughs> magnetic bullets. That's just my theory. Okay. Uh, and did anyone else write their own Hogwarts letter <laughs> as a child? No. Yes. Just me? No. You, you no. Too? Yeah, you I didn't. Too? I probably would have if I was into Harry Potter as a child, but I'm late to the party. That's okay. So I'm still writing. Now. I got <laughs> I got on Microsoft Word and found a font that looked like the one in the book. Yeah. And just wrote it out. But I accidentally made a couple of spelling errors. I found it a couple of years ago. <laughs> Dumbledore does not make spelling mistakes. Spelling errors as in literary uh, spelling errors or spelling errors as in making spells? Uh, oh, the no former. <laughs> well, Okay. The way the game starts is we have to make what's called a palette. Now, the palette is things that normally wouldn't be in the setting that we want to include or things that one would think would take place in this setting and we want to make sure we exclude. Now, this is during what is going to be known as the spell blight. At the start of the spell blight, magic has completely disappeared from the world. At the end of the spell blight, it comes back. Now... As, as I said, this is for an upcoming campaign. I know what caused the blight. And I know what ended the blight. We're not going to really touch on those, but we do need to come up with our palette for, with, for what we want to include in between those points. So this is one of those we can go in any order. We have to, uh, each round, each person has to add at least one thing, or has to add one thing. If there's a round that somebody skips, says, I can't think of anything I want to add, either to the yes column, which is the it has to be included, or it, it can be included regardless, even though it's something somebody wouldn't think of, or the no column, where it can't be added at all. If somebody can't add something to one of the two columns, our palette is done. All right. Uh, okay. Forewarning to anyone who's listening, we've never played this before, and we're not entirely sure what we're doing. That, those are both true statements. Uh, we're just brainstorming. <laughs> I, I have read through the book twice. I feel like I have a fairly good grasp. Uh, if anybody wants to, uh, wants to try this game themselves, uh, please feel free to get a hold of us. Our information will be in the show notes. And because we have show notes, we <laughs> yeah, there Look will be show notes. They're there. <laughs> they exist at this time, <laughs> at this very moment that we're recording. There, there will be show notes. show notes. But feel you know, get in touch with us at the show notes. We'll get you a copy of the PDF. 
it is a free PDF game. So, okay, so let's start with our palette. Anybody have any ideas of things to add? I can't think of it. <laughs> yeah, you stole my line. Just <laughs> my opening joke. Uh, so, I want there to be wingless dragons. All dragons do not have wings. They're either serpents or like very large Komodo dragons. Can they be useless wings? Like Dragonite? Like Dragonite. <laughs> so they can have vestigial wings that don't actually allow them to fly. Okay. But I'm really fond of serpents or Komodo dragon dragons. Oh, is that because of the spell blight and the were there previous dragons and they kind of withered away because of the loss of magic? I'm down with that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dragons lost their ability to fly uh, because it more dragons spell blight. That would make sense because instead of all the dragons dying off because of the spell blight, there's the part that allowed them to fly. Yeah, they could have evolved. So the dragons that were born prior to the start of the blight, would they still have wings? Uh, Those could be the ones that could be the useless ones. They were kind of withered up. Yeah. All the ones after that were born without wings. I like that. That makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. So you could tell the age of the dragon if it has like withered wings or not. Those are the elder dragons. I like that. Yeah. This look, is the part where I have to add something? This, this is the part where any of us can add anything. But I can't something go out. again, right? You can't go again this round. Like... <laughs> The, the rest of us have to add something. I started making a list already. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> so when you say, like, Komodo dragons, like, they, they can still have legs and stuff. that they, They're yeah, not just, yeah. like, floating legs. Yeah. No, they don't. Chinese dragons, you no, know. But like, I'm not, so when I say, like, serpent dragons, they some of them might not have legs, but they're, they're like, giant snakes, basically. Okay. Like, not in the air at all. Yeah. Not even, like, the Chinese floating... Serpentine dragon yeah. like that, like oh, not in also, also okay. Komodo dragons where they do have legs and arms. Like those are the two types of dragons that I would like to see. Okay, so, so would they, like the legless ones kind of look like the giant like sandworms from Beetlejuice. You know what I'm talking about? I know what Beetlejuice is. Yeah. I don't remember what a sandworm <laughs> looks like. You, Dustin, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. You guys need to watch more movies. <laughs> I totally make references and just like stare at me. <laughs> Blankly. People know these movies. It's not rare foreign films or indie movies. Beetlejuice is very popular. I know. It's it's one of those I have wanted to watch a couple different times. And every time I'm just like, I can't find it. It's not on Netflix. I know that you have to say Beetlejuice three times. Yeah. <laughs> and he shows up. Yeah. There actually used to be a house here in town that... That beautiful was haunted by Beetlejuice. No, like the guy at Halloween would deck out his house. And he would actually dress up like Beetlejuice. Weird. But he would stay inside. And he had a microphone <laughs> on a grave of Beetlejuice. And he had a speaker in the house that he would know when somebody pulled up. But he would wait until they would call his name three times before he'd come out the door. And then he would throw his front door open and do the big, like, here I am! <laughs> And, like, come down and give the kids candy. Weird. He said there used to be because he got shot. <laughs> He'd jump out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, he lived. Uh, it was out I'm on totally Coggy. Yeah. It was out on Coggy. If you say so. Yeah. I believe you. 
I've always been conflicted about the show. I've never really liked Beatles, but I've always been a big fan of Juice. (laughs) 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 About dragons, though, I would also like them to be no bigger than Chihuahuas. (laughs) No. Totally kidding about that. that. Totally kidding. (laughs) So, does anybody else have something they would like to add to the palette on a for real note? Is it about... So now are we adding stuff that just pertains to the dragon thing? Oh, no, no. This is anything you would like to add to the palette. Are you going to add something serious right now, Jake? I, you I tried before. to just now. <laughs> <laughs> you really wanted it to be no bigger than Chihuahuas? I wanted him to burn his veto is what I wanted. Oh. Now I can get something I really want to pass on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have one veto. You got exactly. one of them out of the way. Uh, I would like to add uh, stuff involving the paranormal like ghost towns actually maybe populate with ghosts or just spirits in general. Okay. I like that. And that's going to lay the foundation for some other. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's okay. We can, right. we can lay foundations. <laughs> um, as far as I would like there to be an entire city that has vanished that was supposed to be haunted. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what are you going to call it? What, what should be the name of it? You think? <laughs> Ghost Town? Uh, <laughs> Joe and Oak. <laughs> Joe and Oak. <laughs> it no, was, but like, I, I like this. Like a mega city, like a very large town. Yeah, no, like huge. But it was like, it was an elven city. Okay. Which in this game, we said uh, elves oh, so were going like to be like the Indians. Indians. Yeah. Yes. Native is that American so... Indians, not Indians from India? The, the ones with the feathers, not with the dots. Yes. Yep. Feathers, not dots. Uh, Hopefully, many that people will... at this table will have Cherokee blood in that. So. We can say that. Yep. That's our Re- word. I'm, I'm recognized by the state. If you're a Cherokee. Bastard. <laughs> I actually you. do have some. I don't know what tribe. It's probably like an 8th or a 16th. Do you want to add anything, Justin? Well, I have to add something because I'm actually playing this. I'm not just running it. And do we right. get specific? Like he said, he wants a uh, vanished elven city or whatever. Can we say yes? Uh, where it vanished, or is that like that the, actually the actual would, event thing? That that would be the actual event thing. Okay. And actually, him saying that he wants an actual elven city to have vanished that is okay. that would be an event. All right. So you technically just go to the palette, the existence of a vanished city, or right. I was gonna say I put or vanished cities. The concept, <laughs> the lost city of Mylanta, <laughs> <laughs> spelled M E I L A N T A. That that way, there's no uh, copyright infringements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a Western setting. Most everything is going to be small blades and firearms. All right. What about crossbows and bows? Well, yes. That that's kind of falling into like small arms. Yeah. The ideas of the the era. What about punches and kicks with feet and hands? (laughs) Martial arts. Uh, No. I want people to not have toes or fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Not a thing. Just nubs. 
Everybody's mouthless. <laughs> no talking. <laughs> we all breathe through our nose. This is a mute universe. Yeah, no sound. Sound doesn't exist. We all have to do hand signals. <laughs> so, back to what I was saying. <laughs> no, this is real. Two hours of just recorded silence. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably preferable for you poor people. Yeah, listening. and that's our show. Everybody was really into character tonight. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. If you like the game, uh, yeah. shoot us a note. We're actually looking to get a webcam soon. So. <laughs> we don't have it yet, yeah. but we will have. Give so. us a five-star review. Everybody have a good night. Yeah. Donate money and we'll get those games. <laughs> so, no, since everything's going to be, you know, everyone would think small blades, firearms, bows and arrows. I think it would be really interesting for there to be a large group of the population that still use long swords and big, you know, big battle axes, war hammers. Just, you know, there's there's still people that do that readily. I think that would be interesting. So like the old fashioned like knights type group or like. Yeah. Okay. And there's schools you can train at this like a. Uh factions a fighter's faction type thing so like in cities they're readily available they're just like there's factions or like secluded small towns or villages or whatever that in in a lot of your big cities i would say that the blacksmith has them knows how to make them now if you were in a smaller town it may be harder to find than a quiver of arrows. Um, being trained with one probably would be a faction out in the world someplace that you would have to find. I like that the factions, or I would like to suggest <laughs> that the factions don't exist in like, and those, you have to seek them out. Those types of people? Yeah. So like those, those people exist and are out in the world, but if you want the training, you have to like actively go seek it out somewhere. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Or could we say, like, expanding upon that, that people forgot how to use them, like, mostly in magic, in a way? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, they're wowed by it. They're caught off guard by it. Okay. They're well-respected for yeah. the arts in the old way. Some people do. Some people. It's heresy. Yeah, <laughs> some people fear them. Like we use guns around here. Yeah, get that <laughs> shit out of here. Your long blades and so be hammers. Long sword. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, I want there to be violent and mysterious alien slash creatures. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to be civilized, but I imagine a scenario in which. Uh, like we're exploring some, and then there's this monster in us, or killing, it kills people. Hopefully not us, and like terrorizing us, and we find we eventually come upon it, and it's like something never seen or heard of before. Okay. So say now that that is one thing I want you guys to remember: <clears throat> is anything that gets added in this is something that is I am able to pull out. And throw at you once we start oh, actually running the campaign. Yeah, I want this. <laughs> okay. He wants to be probed. <laughs> <laughs> Weighing that veto right about now. <laughs> You've got one. 
You I can do. throw it out. I do. Oh, is it only one ever? Not one per round? Yeah, it's one ever. It's one ever. So you already started on dragging chihuahuas <laughs> and that, that stuff. Gotta play real? the game. Is that real? For the record, there is no limit to the number of vetoes. Oh. This oh, is okay. this is a discussion period. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Is it is it free for all, or are we going around? No, no, it's free for all. No, okay. but then whoever just like, yeah, one per you get one per round. Sure. Yeah. And if in a round somebody can't add something. Okay. Well, I do have something specifically that I want. Okay. Um, I want there to only be the main core deities in this universe. Um, there's the main twenty in from Pathfinder. Um, any others are considered to be a cult. Nethys is not worshipped because Nethys is the god of magic. And so it's pretty much banned to uh, worship Nethys. So you're pretty much stuck with the 19 of the 20 core and, deities. If and futile, because it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, any shrines of uh, Nethys have been... Okay. So I would like also to travel, travel between like different realms. Uh, and since... Mag- magic is vanished. There were seals on the different realms guarded by magic, and since the magic went away, those seals are gone, and so there's access to different realms. So, And there's also like spontaneous time shifts and roaming patches okay. that you could accidentally come upon and get transported to either a different realm or different time period. Okay. So it could be rumored that they cut off the spell blight happened because they wanted to stop people from traveling to our our reality and prevent them from taking over or destroying all mankind. Yeah. I want there to be no way to kill mythical beasts. <laughs> What? <laughs> the like your Chimras, your Camaras. Sorry, whatever. Camaros, not Camaros. <laughs> um, Manticores, Drakes, anything that would be considered a magical animal, because of the fact that magic has been sucked from the world. There are now no magical weapons. To combat the animals that have already been born. So how do they control them from taking over? They or build walls. Off. They don't. There's no way to keep them from dying off. But to keep them from taking over, they build walls. Ones that are ones that are born after the blight, no longer have the magical qualities that the originals had. So those are just animals. That appear like the others. Okay. But the originals, like adult drakes, adult adult unicorns, there's no way to kill them off. I don't want there to be unicorns. <laughs> I was just using it as an example. No, please, no unicorns. Unless no, they're, they're like unicorns from Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, and they're, they're like beautiful <laughs> creatures who just blow people. Yeah. <laughs> They're that, ferocious. That's unicorns. kind of what they do anyway. No, but that like you can't tame them. That like the on site they will just gore you to death. <laughs> you can't ride them. You can't communicate with them. They're just ferocious monstrosities. 
That's not my turn, by the way. Yeah. Are there amendments? Like, you don't want to necessarily veto something, but say, suggest, float something out? Well, there? yeah, I mean, there's always suggestions okay. to... to say, uh, perhaps there wouldn't be, like, you couldn't kill the magical beasts with regular weapons, and of course you don't have magical weapons to do kill them, but there are ways of killing them, but those methods are either lost or tucked away somewhere. Yeah, where you would have to find you'd them. You'd have to find them or, or find some, yeah. research them or f- know somebody who knows how to kill them. Okay. And search that person out. It's not and common it's, knowledge. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not common knowledge. You can't kill them with common weapons, no magic weapons to kill them. Well, and There's that, like rare ways or tricks to kill them. You but have to roll like a very few people. Yeah. Five <laughs> or 30 on your knowledge check. Yeah, so you have to go around and gather, use gather information, crit on it. Or go to some hidden ruins that... I like that. You give quest opportunities. Yes. Now, start a new round. I am going to say that magical weapons that were made prior to lost some potency, but are still magical. I like that. Okay. But they're... New ones can't be created. And they're exceptionally rare. Very rare. Like, most of them have been lost or broken or lost to time. Especially by the end of the Blight, they would be lost to time and broken. And yeah. Most, like, hearing the rumor of one, if if one could be would found in like soul. hundreds of people. Yeah. Treasure hunters. Would be worth... Stuck in a still, but nobody can get it out <laughs> except for the chosen one. <laughs> People like could own entire cities based off the money they could get off of selling one magical item. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I, I don't like that because then we're never going to have one. <laughs> or if people That's are going to want to kill us just to get these magical items from yeah. us. I was going to say uh, it's going to be my mission to find a magical item and sell it so that I can own a city. But. Um, you have to remember that not long after the start of the, your guys' campaign, the blight will be over. Yeah, magic will start coming back in. All right. Well, I was starting off with a plus two longsword and dragon bane. That <laughs> winged really dragon. Did wingless, <laughs> this is this is winged and wingless. Oh my god! <laughs> so rare. Okay. So anything after this spell blight is we can't do anything with. Correct. Can I suggest something? You can suggest something. <laughs> You could shoot it. Down. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, I was gonna say that I didn't want there to be wizards when the spell blight ends because all the like wizards are based on like written knowledge and information that you learn. All of that would have been lost during this time. Shrines to Nethys were destroyed. Magical weapons fell apart and broke. So, like when the spell blight ends, I was gonna suggest that it's like wizards are. Maybe not non-existent, but almost unheard of. <clears throat> so mostly sorcerers, if there's any ma- are any magic users. I I do like that. Sense. That's good. No, like the soul arcane. Yeah, because sorcerers are arcane. Yeah, sorcerers oh, yeah. are arcane. Bars are arcane. Yeah, but like anything you have to study to learn, or even like scrolls, maybe would be like super unheard of. 
But let's say there are like pyramids or something that, like, if you wanted to scour the ruins of old pyramids that hadn't faced the or desecration like tombs and, stuff. and tombs and stuff, you could find. So say there, there probably would be some depictions. old wizard's keep that, you know, would still have his stuff. Uh, liches, yeah, if they were a lich prior to the spell blight, it it would it would render them to the point where they're killable. Yeah. Because they're no longer magical. But if they keep themselves locked up, they still would have all, you know, their spell books and all that stuff. Um, I would also like to go along with uh, the deities. Um, I would like there to be an altar of the gods. Um, It's a place where people can go to. It's like a pilgrimage kind of, to where people can go and worship their chosen god. It's like on top of a mountain, but like the top half is flattened out, and there are all the deities. Like, there's 20 spots for all the deities. Nethys is missing. And so they don't really know how that's missing. They don't know who did it. But at one point in time, there was a desecration of the altar of the gods. And elves don't worship gods in this universe. I mean, there are some that do, but mainly they're, they're atheist or they choose like nature they worship nature is what i was going to go with and so a lot of people don't like the elves because they blame them for the desecration of the altar of the gods whether or not it was or not okay dwarves don't like the elves and they think that might be a reason why it's like a really perilous journey yeah to go and climb to the top yeah so I mean, it's, it's a holy site even during the spell blight. It was desecrated. Like the most of the statues are still there because they're so huge that it would take somebody very powerful Have to be able to destroy them. The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> I have not. I will put it on record. I have not seen but the first movie of the Lord of the Rings. Do you remember the the two towers of the men when they're sailing? Like yeah, yeah. that's that's exact. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Like huge, like giant yeah. statues on top of the mountain, and it's just this huge mountain. It has tw- Well, it should have twenty of these statues all yeah. around the top of it. But I mean, you can see this for miles and miles around because it's in a valley, and there's just a single mountain sitting up on top, and and then it's just like flattened out, and there are these huge statues on top. People. Not that man could have just chiseled away at this mountain. Right, like, there was some kind of intervention that made and this some happen. people when they if they still worship the gods they like pray in that direction too. Yes, that would that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I like that. That was my big one. <laughs> Proud of you. As soon as you started saying that, I was like, put it on a mount. Put it on a mount. Yes. <laughs> How about we don't really do a lot of changes in seasons or whatever the um because of the spell blight it threw the seasons out of whack and one day it could be hot like summer and then the next day there could be feet feet of snow i love that could be rain just immediate shifts of seasons i was gonna when you started saying that i was gonna be like really severe seasons because that sounded cool too but i like <laughs> yeah. that even well better. yes they're severe like they're no, severe I, I and like they, they, yeah. they shift like spontaneously far more yeah so is it like we're in the old west like <laughs> desert west or like 
or are we currently placed in like the desert part of the old west and land around us um it's different demographics so crossroads will be kind of a plains town okay uh somewhere would be located somewhere without our great plains type region but it is a coastal city so that's that's the area i'm kind of thinking right now now in the city the major major uh thoroughfares will be stoned the rest of it will be dirt roads okay so are we looking at like arizona coastal city or there's no coastal in Arizona. Like, no, there isn't. <laughs> there isn't, is there? No. <laughs> so I pulled that trick of my wife once. So if go down into, like, Mexico, down... <laughs> it would be... Like, if you picked up Kansas and moved Kansas to the East Coast, that would be what it's like. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, going off that, I know it's not my turn... Well, it is. Is it? Zach Zach said something. So did you? Uh huh. I started. Oh, that's right. Okay. I had well, two in a row. So it is only my your turn. turn. <laughs> uh, I want there to be. This was on my list too. Um, deserts around, like I was thinking Arizona and Mexico, and like when we go out into the wilderness, that's a lot of what we have to travel through, or like legitimate like. <laughs> Sometimes, Sorry. except especially when the seasons line up the wrong way, like just very dangerous desert areas. But I also want to see like, um, like great red. Is it the redwood forest? Redwoods. Yeah, like like indoor, basically. Yeah. Not not anywhere nearby, but like if you travel far enough, right? But definitely, little bears running around that like to be your friends. Yeah. <laughs> It is your turn. You could add Ewoks if you want. <laughs> <laughs> they too are vicious cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I would like the... They, they attack with the ferocity of a Rancor. <laughs> <laughs> so the dwarves were probably the uh, least uh, magical people. Correct. Um, whenever the spellblight took place. So they quickly rose to power because they were used to living without it. They had all this technology that they've been developing without um, without magic. So they quickly rose to power. They united kingdoms from across the land, whatever land mass we name it. And so that's how they took power. But um, there was a famous dwarven king that was uh, famous for uniting all of them. And... He was, uh, his initials were JFK, and he, he was killed <laughs> no, no, mainly no, hold, because of his... Hold on, hold on. You're, you're kind of making events now. <laughs> this, isn't really, this isn't really a palette thing anymore. This is an event. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> you can let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> he was killed because he had an affair with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still an event. <laughs> That doesn't sound like a dwarven name. Po- possibly even a scene. It's Jorgen <laughs> Franco. <laughs> so, just for the record, Jake has been watching a lot of, what is that, 11, 22, 63? Yeah. 
and he's seeped into my game. <laughs> he, he's he's a little obsessed. So, no. Okay, darn it. Uh, I did like the part though where the dwarves rise to power. I that was the legitimate that. part of the game. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Admittedly, I went a little rogue there. <laughs> uh, can the dwarves speak with Russian accents? Yes, please. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Definitely playing a dwarf now. <laughs> so, just for the record, one of the next things on my list was no dwarves. Like, I was going to kill the entire race. <laughs> so, I'm glad that you beat me to the punch. I, I would veto that. Why? Well, number one, the... Uh, the shopkeeper that you guys are yeah. all friends with at the start of the campaign is a dwarf. Okay. And the leader of the town, I think, is a dwarf. Yes. Well, I'll just scratch that one off. That that would be, yeah. So, Jake and Alex have added to this. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? I do not. Don't you say that. <laughs> you come up with something right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we, we actually need to act, get into the actual game. This is a game. This, this is fun, but this isn't the game. I was going to add that uh, music is in its infancy. And so people aren't sure what exactly it is. Bards startle people. <laughs> they think bard like music is witchcraft. Okay. That's different. We can see if we can make it work. <laughs> okay. Well... I don't have anything to add. You son of a bitch. He does. He doesn't. So we're going to go ahead and get into what is called the first pass. What is that again? That's why I figured we needed to keep going. The Kiss. first kissing. <laughs> Second <laughs> pass. You first. Me first. Second pass is under the shirt. <laughs> Third pass is hand down the pants. Yeah, so it's like running the bases. Yeah, it really kind of is. It's a really good thing that you ended it when you did, because my next comment was going to be for Pokemon to exist in this universe. <laughs> I am not building 150 like different monsters for you guys to fight. I gotta catch them all. <laughs> that is not a thing that is going to happen. That would be cool, though. Like, not necessarily Pokemon, but something collectible, like a card or something that people gamble with. They're really into it. I I actually have thought about trying to come up with and or find a good Pokemon like RPG. Get on Reddit. There's like two or three good ones. Supposedly, hmm. They're all fan made, but I can just see Is a it? moment arising. Like, quick, man! I'm out of great balls. Let me borrow one. There's a Charmander in front of me. <laughs> Question. That's brought up rules now. Of, so we've said all those things in the palettes. Now we're making events. Yeah, now we're making periods, periods, events, and scenes. What if somebody says, I want there to be a period where somebody, or an event, somebody invents the card game. Then that's a thing that happens. Then that's a thing that happens during that, that event. But we have to have a period and then to really get into it, somebody, somebody <laughs> that's the lens would have to put a oh, focus on okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> My girlfriend thinks that it would be a great idea if J.K. Rowling 
introduced with Fantastical Beasts and where to find them. Uh, Harry Potter Go app yeah. where you could catch the Fantastic Beasts. And that would be pretty cool. <laughs> she should, uh, yeah, <laughs> learn some programming skills. And right? <laughs> sell it to J.K. Rowling or whoever. <laughs> so, in the first pass, each player gets to add a... Uh, Add more detail to the history, creating a new period or event. You can go in any order you want. Events have to go inside of a period. So I could I could start right now and create both a period and an event? No, you can do one one or the other. You could create a period or an event. But yes, you could you could jump in now and make a period. Or an event inside of the start of the spell blight or the end of the spell Periods blight. Periods are vertical. Periods are vertical. For the people at home, we have index cards that we're using to keep track of the periods and the events that we're adding. I've already added the start of the spell blight and the end of the spell blight as what are known as the bookends of our history. The uh, everything will fall within those two events, those two periods. Actually, I think Jake has one. Yeah, so say it looks like Jake's jumping in there, writing some stuff on a uh, index card. Go ahead. And... Okay, well, mine was just playing off of the desecration of the altar of the gods. That the idea that I'd come up with before. Um, I'm gonna place it like right now. Now hold on. Here. This is a period. This okay. Is a period. So, <laughs> as I say, I feel like the desecration of the altar of the gods would be an event. Okay, I'm going to take well, my card. But, 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 but the period card on this says Warp Gates Unite Destiny Colony Worlds. That's an well, event. That's true. So, yeah. So, you, like, there's a time when, like, <clears throat> the desecration of the Altar of the Gods is, like, the big deal. For yeah. See, what yeah. I could think, it, it, this was a period because it set off a, tra- a chain reaction of wars amongst the dwarves and the elves, like I was going that, into before. Okay. So. Yeah, that would make sense then as a period. So. Do we do we now start playing on that, or can we each you do can, our own things? You can add your own period. You can make an event inside of that period. And if you do make a period, you can add it prior to or after the period that he just added. Okay. I guess I need to be making a period as well. I want to add a period in the final years of the Spellblight, wherein no, no creature is able to reproduce. But also the elderly don't die. Okay. For the last like 50 to 100 years before the spell light ends. And no one knows why. So like or how. do people age during that time period? Yeah. So like the elderly become really decrepit. But like no one dies of natural causes. Okay. Wait. Problem with that. Okay. You guys are 10 to 12. Yeah. Yeah. When the spell blight ends. Oh, shit. We're experiencing the spell blight. Okay. I'll, so, what if I shifted the time period a little bit? You, you can shift the time period. You can. I mean, it's one of those things where just because you put it there yeah. doesn't mean that somebody else can add something after it. Yeah. <laughs> Move my card back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so towards the end of the spell blight, not at the very end, but there is a period at the end where for a long time, people do not 
do not die of natural causes, but they don't born either. So, with the two that have been added, and the one you're going to add, Zach, we need to declare if it's going to be a light time period or a dark time period. We need to put descriptors on these? You just need to put put a circle that's either filled in or it's not. Like, and that's based on like how you feel that period would be. Okay. If you think that because of the fact that people aren't dying, that people are getting to be a lot closer and things are getting more hunky dory between the races, you can make the lifeless years a light time period. You did not though. <laughs> 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 I mean sure did it with the old not being able to die I think I imagine that it's like that's black but I mean, a time of strife like people who want to have kids can't it doesn't matter how many times you try or what you do or how much you pray to the gods you cannot have kids but like the elderly keep aging so like you're already a hundred years old and you're human and you just for the next 50 years you keep wasting away and getting weaker and weaker but you you will not die of natural causes it doesn't matter. so it's become commonplace for people to put down the elderly yeah <laughs> Man, when they get too old <laughs> that's really dark that is that's really why dark in the circle. but you have to okay Bring let's do it like there. right here so you have to like Bring get out. like uh like court we have in our lifetime the- may have witnessed our grandparents being killed out of mercy I'm going to get something to drink. Bring out your dead. Yeah. I'm not dead. I think I'm fine. Shut up, Grandma. It's your time. You know it. I think I'll go for a walk. (laughs) Jimmy, I just won the lottery. (laughs) Okay, Grandma stays. (laughs) No, Grandma dies. I get all that money. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to add a period. It is going to come after the lifeless years. Oh, boy. Before the spellbite ends, in this period, a mysterious stranger comes and begins uniting the races. Hmm. Jesus. Jesus, actually. It would be Jesus. Gosh. <laughs> I want this stranger to be more of a Gandalf figure. He has cool fireworks. I want to <laughs> zoom in on something, but I want to wait for Zach to get his... Do, do you want to be the lens first? Is that what you're saying? I guess. I don't know. Dude. It's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. As the lens, you would choose a focus. Yeah. You would get to add two nested things. I don't... A period and an event, uh-huh. or an event and a scene. Okay. Because an event goes inside of a period, a scene goes inside of an event. So if I say chose Mysterious Stranger appears and unites the races... Then I would two nested things under that. You could do two nested things under that. What or, else could I do? Um, as I say, like if your focus, if you say you want to focus on the mysterious stranger, you could actually add a event in the lifeless years where this mysterious stranger is born when nobody else is, and then you could add an event under <clears throat> under that under the mysterious stranger. That's something he does. Okay. And then everything that the rest of us would add would have to do with the mysterious stranger in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, I guess I'll be the lens. Okay. 
Is, does Zach we're, need to go first? We're, you... we're waiting for Zach to add his first pass. Once Zach adds and explains his first pass, then Alex will declare the focus as the lens. And then we will go in a clockwise fashion to add one event, uh, period, or scene that has to do with the focus. All right. Mine that I'm going to add, I'm going to add an event during the life of Sears. And since nobody's dying and no new spirits are entering the spiritual plane, uh, the deity that is uh, watching over the spiritual plane has all of the spirits escape. Nobody knew was coming in, and it's just empty for a portion of maybe there are multiple spiritual planes, but this specific one is em- one. is empty yeah. and goes God of death. and Phrasma goes yeah. insane. Oh, okay, great. That's who I worship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since Alex has decided that he has something he wants to oh I didn't say that get get into here is the focus. I've, we're going to let him be the lens. So you do two nested, you know, can add two nested things. Okay. We go in clockwise fashion. When it comes back to you, you get to add two nested things again. Oh my gosh. Scenes or events. Yeah. Okay. Like a scene inside of a period or a, or a scene inside of an event or an event inside of a period. Uh, so I think I will take you up on your offer and add... Um, the mysterious stranger is born to the lifeless years. Okay. Just kidding. I have that card. <laughs> is that going to happen before or after Phrasma goes crazy? After. Question. Um, isn't aren't gnomes mad in this time? Period? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gnomes are because of the blight and the lack of magic, gnomes have been bleached. There's, it's a disease that gnomes have that when they can't be adequately stimulated, they go mad. And so the gnomes have all gone into like a feral state of madness. The ones who aren't are mad tinkerers and junkyard <laughs> runners. They basically live in, like, way off in the wilderness. No. They are all crazy. Veto. <laughs> Too bad. There is one gnome that we run across that is not mad, that is just a crazy tinkerer inventor. Can't happen. David the gnome. Not not until after the spellblight ends. Hmm. The mysterious stranger is born. Ellipses. To a gnome couple. He grows to human size and leaves his home. I want him to be like an antichrist, though. <laughs> you, to unite the You races. said I don't have to ask! Okay. <laughs> but we have That's a right. veto, right? You can veto. No, at this point we don't. Oh. This is no longer cooperative. <laughs> this is... You say I'm what serious. you want. I... Like, that's what I immediately thought when you said a mysterious stranger appears and unites the races. I thought, okay, he's it's, he's doing it for the wrong reasons. Okay. <laughs> I filled in the circle. There's no going back. 
<laughs> so does this one need to be filled in as dark as well? <laughs> Not necessarily. The uniting of the races can still be a good thing, even if it's for the wrong reason. Okay. Yeah, as I say, what about since I put it on there, he can't change it. What if we shift the desecration of the gods to after that, and that's because that's what happens. He unites the races against all the other gods, and they desecrate. That's also another thing that can happen no? now. Oh, if it's already placed. <laughs> Once it's placed, periods cannot move. Okay. Uh, Hold on. And I can add one more. Yeah, you can add one more. <laughs> That's a second desecration. <laughs> <laughs> Different than the gods. <laughs> <laughs> the reckoning. <laughs> you have another, I have another object to add. Uh, yeah, I he adds two. Oh. Let's do a scene. Okay. Because we haven't done that yet. Correct. I was thinking about it. You have to go first though, right? Yeah. So scenes are the smallest units of history. They show us exactly what happens at a specific place at a specific time with specific people. Scenes are also different because instead of creating them unilaterally, all players join in and role play to determine what happens. You give up absolute control, but in return, you get to decide what everyone is going to roleplay about, turning everyone's attention to a part of the history that interests you. To create a scene, you first pose a question, something you want to find out about the history. The goal of the scene is, decide, is to decide the answer to that question. We start off the scene without an answer and discover it through play. The question can tell us something crucial to history, why did the king betray his country? It can give us a window into the li into what life was like in the time and place. Are the asteroid miners happy with their rugged frontier lives? Or just examine something that isn't important to the grand scheme of things, but is interesting to the players. Did the soldier get to marry his hometown sweetheart? If you want to make a scene, but you want to answer the question yourself instead of letting the other players participate, you can choose to dictate the scene instead. When you dictate a scene, you describe what happens and narrate the answer to your own question, just like making a period or event. Making dictated scenes is covered later. To make a scene a played scene, don't say anything about what you have in mind. Just follow these steps. State the question. Set the stage. Choose characters, which is then done in a uh, counterclockwise fashion, starting with the player to your right. But if they don't know what you're doing, they just like make up a character? Well, during the question and setting the stage, you would describe kind of who's there. And setting the stage, when does the scene happen, review established facts, where, why, what just happened, or what's next. And during choose characters, you can require and ban characters. Player, player making the scene may specify one or two characters someone must play in the scene. That player can also name one or two characters no one can play in the scene. Okay. So, let's see. You could require, like, if your scene was in a in like a king's court. Yeah. You could require the king to be there. Yeah. You could require the secret heretic, but you could ban the king's son or anybody that's from another kingdom. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. That being the case, though, I kind of want to do an event now. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I just, it's one of those that I wanted you to understand 
I'm going to bring in something that uh, Jake mentioned earlier that was more eventy. Okay. Um, I'm, I liked that the elves got blamed for the desecration of the gods. Okay. But I'm going to add that a lot of them were killed in like lynchings and stuff. Okay. Because of it. Uh, that's a white circle. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, how, how is that good? Because elves are stupid. <laughs> You're playing an elf. Yep. Okay. And so we'll play somebody in stupid. All right. Usually people role play to get away from their lives. <laughs> hey, Jake. Set it up and you knock them down. You get um. to add a period, an event, or a scene. Okay. So I am going to... Now, wait. What was your focus, though? The focus was the mysterious stranger, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's just that the things we add have to kind of relate to... Even though the things I add didn't necessarily relate back to it? The Only the second thing you added didn't. Okay. But yes, since I didn't catch it ahead of time, okay. we'll let that one fly. But just remember, everybody else, that what we add kind of has to relate to the mysterious stranger in some way. Okay. Okay, so I am going to... Who is also the Antichrist. <laughs> I'm going to add an event off of the depression of the, or the desecration of the altar of the, the depression of the gods. Okay. Yes, that's the why the spell light happened because they got really sad. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say that um, at the time of the desecration of the gods, um, there were keepers of the altar, and uh, they're just poor random Joe schmoes there at the time and um there was a huge storm that had passed through and um when it had ended they went outside to make sure and check for damages because it used to be a big thing everybody would go there and they were kind of the curators of the place and they would even give tours out in it but um at the time of it they all went out to check for damages and as they were checking they were met by a mysterious dark hooded stranger that uh killed all of them and so when visitors came they, they found the wreckage that was left then all of their bodies were destroyed and left about the wreckage so just to be clear it was our mysterious stranger hmm? was it our mysterious stranger it could be time travels established time travels established in this and so that's kind of what i was thinking <laughs> okay so i am going to write down on this event um Antichrist uh, <laughs> desecrates the altar of the gods and uh, put, put mysterious stranger. Mysterious stranger. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what we're referring to him as, not the Antichrist. <laughs> He's the, basically the Antichrist. But for there to be an Antichrist, there has to be a Christ. That was before the spell blight. We're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> so uh, with that, I forgot what I wanted to say. With that, um, legend has it. Though no one can prove it because no one knows how the altar was built. Legend has it that the bodies of all of the uh, deities are buried under the mountain. But with that, legend goes that their bodies were also removed from the tomb or the treasures that they held within were removed. The the deities or like the, the people who watched over the... The deities. Oh. So this was supposedly where they were all buried. But there's no way into the mountain. Yeah. Like, people can't, normal people can't just, like, desecrate this mountain. It's so huge and, like, fate. Yeah. 
not veiny. Mm. I don't know. Is that cool? Yes. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's cool with that. Okay. Is that a light circle or a dark circle? Um, that's also going to be dark. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is a fairly dark time period. I don't like in the history of the world. <laughs> so, so I am going to add under the spell blight starts. Oh, we can do that. Yes. Wow. A man, good. a uh, man in a dark hood shows up and starts blaming the humans for the lack of magic in the world. The Known elder races follow along, and the humans become enslaved. Mm. <laughs> the mysterious stranger do it. He was mysterious, and he was strange. And he had a hood. And he had a hood. What you got, boy? I'm going to add an event under the lifeless years and involving the mysterious stranger that Phrasma gathers spirits from the hell plane and impregnates the gnome mother with a legion of spirits to birth the mysterious stranger. So that would come prior to the event that Alex right. put. Okay, so back to our lens for this round. And then do two more things? You do two more things. I think we should do a scene. Um, do you guys have any ideas for a scene? Uh, because of this kind of all involving the mysterious stranger, Yeah. I feel like he definitely should be in the scene. Okay. Which point in history? Yeah. I don't know. I was just going to like, I wasn't going to do anything like revealing, just like play out one of these events or like the, 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 um, outcomes of one of the events. Okay. An idea about the scene? Yeah. Like he said, the mysterious stranger should be in it. I'm down. Well, so this is the other thing though, is... We're not supposed to input into at all into what you're doing. What even if I ask and I don't know what I want to do? Even even if you ask, <laughs> oh, because God. because at this point, yeah, you you have full total control over the timeline. <laughs> you sure? Unlimited power. You know, if if I was going to do this, I would say that. I would do a scene of the desecration, and you would be playing Jack, and I would be playing Chuck, and you would be playing Doc, and you'd be playing Jack. Wait, you'd be playing Guy. I said this backwards. <laughs> you know, and we'd be we'd all be walking up to the altar of the gods to make our pilgrimage there. <laughs> if you were gonna do a scene, if I was gonna do a scene, I think that would be cool, and that would be right after, like, say, the mysterious stranger. <laughs> Or maybe that's where our timelines end. Maybe that's where our characters die. Maybe we are. <laughs> maybe we are the watchers. <laughs> we retire and we okay. Are we ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> how how did we become the watchers? Doesn't matter. No, we, no, that has to be answered. We came in that's not at this time. No, yeah, not at this time. We came in to this timeline through one of the like portals. Never portals. <laughs> is this how we want our characters? <laughs> Notebook. Like, I, I, these are like our bookend characters. <laughs> they they really are. I don't. If we do this, then none of us can die in play, though. <laughs> well, if we ever go back and revisit those characters, technically, yeah. I already died. <laughs> yeah, I already have like 
whole season planned out that we never finished. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I shouldn't do this. We, we, well, I mean, we played two seasons. Yeah. And then I played the third one. We never went back to it. Honestly. It's planned if we ever go back to it. Oh my god, I want to do that so bad now. <laughs> okay, I won't do that. Honestly, though, this no, is, I mean, this could be... An, we've yeah. established there are alternate realities. Yeah. There are alternate realities. There are alter, like, alternate... Like, time travel. and alternate realities. Time travel's right, a doing thing. It. We're doing it. This is too <laughs> too big to pass but up at this point. I get to... I'm going to dictate a couple of things. We don't get to play ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would say that. Oh, dear God. So, so we are essentially, what, watchers of the... Yeah. And, and the mysterious stranger comes, will be played by me. And kills. And kills Jack, <laughs> Chuck, and Guy. And Doc. For, and Doc. Just, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> who wants to play who? <laughs> I feel like Guy would be the easiest one yeah. for somebody else to pick up. <laughs> easiest established characters. Yes. <laughs> also, the I don't know. I call Guy. <laughs> you call Guy. I'm interested to see you play <laughs> <Yeah>. Guy. <laughs> all right. Okay, and I'll be Jack. Yeah. And Chuck. Okay. So remind me, I'm an I'm an angel. You're an angel. Yeah, you're kind you're of like, a good old boy, but you're yeah. not a redneck. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you're genuinely a good guy. Um, you are an angel, so I mean... <laughs> I try to knock out punch that. everything, right? Yes, so <laughs> any chance you get, you sneak up behind somebody and you knock Okay. Them. But also remember, this is a sacred place. I feel like somebody might have to remind Guy of that. Oh, repeatedly. Um, okay, listeners at home. This this is very important for you guys to know. Guy and Chuck and Jack are the first long-term characters any of us played. Um, I was Guy. Alex played Jack. Shepard. Jack Shepard. <laughs> um, uh, Jake played Chuck Norris. Yes. Uh, not Chuck actually Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Not, not actual Just Chuck Norris. Name. Just shared a name. Sheer coincidence. Um, Guy's middle name was Brush and his last name was Threepwood. I'm sure there's a couple of our listeners that will get that reference. Uh, Guy was a drunk redneck, uh, fought with two machetes, and did everything as over the top as he possibly could. Also terribly racist. Very racist. Very foul-mouthed. Jack was... Okay, this was in D20 Modern, so heroes are based off of their attributes, and he was a wise hero? I started out, it was either, I think it was wise, because it wasn't charismatic. No. I I eventually took a couple levels of smart, I think, and then a couple levels of fast hero. Yeah. Okay. I thought you mainly built it around fast. Yeah. But Jack was also a a werewolf that we found out partway through first season. Jack the Ripper. Yes. Also was Jack the Ripper. Um, Chuck, at the time, was cursed, and none of us knew it. And he repeatedly rolled ones and actually established a house rule we have that if you roll too many ones, 
You're seven combat fumbles, instant death. Thirteen fumbles in a session, instant death. Both reached by yours truly. <laughs> so, uh, Guinness Book of World Records. <clears throat> in, in the same session, mind you. Seven combat fumbles and thirteen non-combat fumbles in the same session. So, he died and was brought back as an angel. Now, Doc is actually a character from a separate campaign who turned into a time-slash-dimension traveler. Correct. And... I'd like to also point out that I was the DM. <laughs> yes, yes, Zach was the DM of all, was all the craziness. Um, I was just, just... Sorry, I was discussing the characters. Uh, Doc was an occultist that built a robot that was possessed by a demon spirit that he could control. Um, ended up building a lot of other things and eventually built a time-slash-dimensional travel machine. Didn't we stick a dragon in that robot? Yes. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. some, someone Let's shoved... Let's not get too distracted reminiscing, though. Because <laughs> we do have a scene to play. <laughs> we kind of laid down the basics for, uh, the, like, if we go want to go into more detail, we could... You could join our supplemental podcast. Or yes. Or supplemental episode. So we will just reminisce the crap out of that, describe all <laughs> so. of everything. So let's say that Doc is present, but yeah. he vanishes in mid-fight because he sees it's going south, and he's played by Alex as well as the uh, mysterious stranger. How does but Doc he, talk? Very frantic. He was a kleptomaniac yeah. and kind of frantic. Yeah. Eccentric. Eccentric. Say so Chuck had no accent, correct? No, he didn't have an accent. Okay. Neither did Jack. Yeah. Are we ready? Ready. Okay, setting the scene. Okay. Uh, we all came to this dimension by some craziness or another. and Performed by Doc. Performed by Doc. We're all old at this time. Okay. Um, and we have retired to watch out over the altar of the gods in this realm because we thought it would be a good way to end our days. Okay. You have King's Scabbards. Okay. <laughs> your, your machete's names are Rip and Tear. These are important yeah. important things for you to know. <laughs> Were you carrying magic weapons? Um, I had. I think I had magic fists. No. I don't know. Didn't you have the flaming sword? I did have a flaming gaze. <laughs> We, we had um, magical weapons that had very interesting personalities. <laughs> Mine was a flaming sword. Not in the traditional sense that it was on fire. <laughs> but it was. But it I was. talked the, G, the DM into it. <laughs> so uh, it was flaming in both senses of the word. Um, so <laughs> that was fun. If it comes up. Yeah. Just, well, I'm just... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we would have yeah. on us yeah. so that when... I, I don't, you might not have anything on you. It might be up here somewhere, but you're you're not expecting any trouble. This is... That's true. This is an altar of the gods. There is no magic here. Um, most of the creatures that you'd have to fight are in the wilds. I don't know that you'd have it on you. So you're best prepared, Justin. You have knockout punch yeah. on your side. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, I say at the outset of the scene, um, you have duties every day to go 
pray at each statue. And, yes. Um, good need to know. Good. What? Yeah. What question are we answering? Just are we just zooming in and watching this event unfold? Uh. Yeah. What? What happened? What happened? At the desecration of the time of the castle. Okay. Better. Anyone think of a better question? That works. Yeah. All right. Take it away, guy. <laughs> so we're at the uh, uh, altar? Or... Yep. You're making your rounds to pray at each statue for each god. And uh, after you're done, you kind of, it's in the morning. After you're done, you kind of have the day to relax and then you have to go pray again at night and then you take a good bit oh boy I, I sure can't wait to get done with this praying so I could drink some whiskey guy you, you've got to almost be out of that stuff by now <laughs> nope I always make a point to find it wherever I am That's he, he has slowed us down numerous times looking for that stuff well, at least you guys can move. My knees are killing me. <laughs> I should have married Kate when I had the chance. At least I'd be on my knees for something I, uh, we both enjoy. <laughs> just to clarify, it wasn't actually Jack Shepard. <laughs> just the name I chose. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I don't remember a Kate ever being in that campaign. <laughs> I was searching. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Uh, guys, I think we should just go ahead and uh, finish praying and... Yeah, we've we've just got two more, two more statues. Let's let's finish it up. I I think I saw some weeds in the garden. I need to probably take care of. I'm not kneeling for this one. I can't. I can't do it. Stop! <laughs> I'm a werewolf. <laughs> I'll sure? get into that. <laughs> I think you like to kneel pretty often. <laughs> and yeah, we should probably hurry up because I've gone. Let me. Probably about two minutes without saying a curse word, and that's the record. I, I am scared. Just find out what's going to happen. <laughs> do, do, do you need to let one out real quick? <sighs> I mean, he can wait. He can I, wait. He's made it this long. That's true. I, I don't think you should curse up here. This is a sacred place. I don't really. It's probably not a good we'll idea. Try to step out and yell real loud. Does that, does that work? I, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. If you can hold it. Just wait until we're done here. <laughs> you know, I really have trouble holding things. <laughs> you've you've done a pretty good job holding your liquor so far. Yeah, that is true. Good point. Good point. I always hold my liquor. <laughs> well, let's 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 get uh, the prayer to Phrasma underway. All right. When guy kneels down, Doc pickpockets something out of his pocket. <laughs> Oh, Phrasma, lady of the graves, goddess of birth, death, fate, and prophecy. Why did I age so poorly? <laughs> Alignment, true neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Domains, death, healing, knowledge, repose, and water. Jack, Jack, we, we know all that about her already. What? We're, we're just saying the prayer. This isn't the prayer? What have I been saying? <laughs> We're just describing her. I've been doing this wrong for years. <laughs> yeah, we just, we all kind of decided not to say anything. I just couldn't take it anymore. Guy, I expect this from you, but Chuck, I expected better. 
<laughs> uh, I know how to pray. Let me let me show you how to pray. Phrasma, you are wise. You're always good at thinking. Thank you for the alcohol and making me good at drinking. <laughs> and for the sheep. <laughs> Goats. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for blessing me with goats. And that time we blew up the kitchen, thank you for letting me make it out alive. <laughs> you hear a faint pop behind you as you're kneeling. What was that? Reminiscing. It was my knees. It's, it's nothing important. I'm but. a werewolf. I'll go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I got this, guys. <laughs> Now, now, let's not get hasty. Hey, hey, you know how check, I like check, check. this is this is a holy place. You know how I like a kill. <laughs> so Doc turns and looks, and you hear him say, "Oh no!" And you turn and look, and there's a mysterious hooded stranger standing behind. Uh, did did any of you guys? Bring bring any of our equipment. Let me check for my machetes on my. Oh, shimmering <laughs> lights! I'm always packing with these bad boys. <laughs> I put on my clothes. <laughs> I can just knock out punch. Yeah, I, can, can, do you think I can sneak up on him and knock out punch? <laughs> I, I could hide it's behind the statues. It's always worked for me. I could hide behind the statues. I'm taking out so many bosses doing that. Just be careful. Be quieter than a mouse fart, and maybe good. <laughs> so Doc starts muttering and mumbling to himself, and you catch this isn't right. He's not supposed to be here. This isn't right. What's going on? Visiting hours closed at six. <laughs> <laughs> you guys turn around. Chuck is gone. <laughs> He can fly. <laughs> oh, that's right. He has wings. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Did they shrivel up during this <laughs> Oh. The atmosphere has not been good to them, so he's struggling to fly. Yeah, no, they'd be they'd be shriveled up because it's it's not just arcane magic, it's divine magic's gone too. So yeah, no, you're just you're a normal guy. <laughs> With wings. With, with wings. So you're flapping your wings and taking yeah. like galloping steps towards this yeah. guy. In your old age, your wings are now deflated and you just can't seem to get them off without special blue pills. There are canes attached to each wing. <laughs> that are attached to your arms when you flap your arms and flap the wings too. Yes. I think they make pumps for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I'm trying to sneak around the statues. Doc turns to all of you and he says, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> just bald, <laughs> and then he just disappears. <laughs> you see him teleport away. He'll be back, but I got this. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> that mother lover. The mysterious stranger says, "Hello, gentlemen." I come running up as fast as an old man can and try to <laughs> yeah. <flapping> your wings. <laughs> try to knock out punch him from behind. He deftly sidesteps you and then hits you on the back of the head with his elbow. 
Oh! Uh, I don't remember this happening before. Can, can we say he has some form of magic, too? Who? The mysterious stranger. Oh, definitely. So yeah. you can, like, force push him into, like, an yeah. altar yeah. <laughs> for one of the gods, <laughs> like a statue. Yeah. Uh, so he he's definitely sidesteps you and just hits you effortlessly with his elbow, and you fall on your knees, and he then uses some kind of magic and pushes you into the statue of Phrasma, and it cracks. You hit it so hard, you feel like several of your bones have broken. Oh, ow. okay, guys. I, there's something wrong. Listen, staying back. I think I got this. <laughs> now I'm gonna pull something from my repertoire. God, God that's that was a very a big, big word for you. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> Who says you can't teach an yeah. old dog new tricks? <laughs> Anybody got a cobalt skull? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to mind F this <laughs> mysterious person. This mysterious stranger, stranger yeah. if you will. This stranger. I'm, I'm fresh out. Check. <sighs> I ate it last year. <laughs> last week. <laughs> Damn it, pardon my... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. God bless him. <laughs> I, I feel like at this point, Guy would still be like, God bless America. Yeah. <laughs> so the mysterious stranger, after easily dealing with Chuck, says, I think it's best if you if you all just stand down. No one has to die here. Just let me go about my business. Uh, surely you've not heard of the legend of us. and You don't know who we are. We never stand down. <laughs> That's most unfortunate. And he raises. He does not. He doesn't have a scabbard or uh, or uh, any sort of weapon holder. Sheath. He, yeah, sheath. Sorry, he doesn't have any sheath whatsoever. But he takes one hand out of his cloak, and a shadowy um, machete appears in his hand. It starts from the hilt and just magically appears in his hand. It. it it's bigger than that, though. It's like. A great sword that he wields in one hand. Okay. <laughs> you trying to outdo me, boy? <laughs> it's not going to take much. <laughs> and he's got an enormous great sword in one hand. With his left hand, he just beckons toward, like, beckons that guy. <laughs> okay, well, sorry to have to do this, God, but, uh, and he reaches out and, into his boot and pulls out a flask. <laughs> okay, I snuck one in. I didn't think you would see it. He takes a big swig of it. All right, let's get crazy. Woo! And he just runs at you. After he pulls the uh, flask out of his boot, does he reach in his pocket and pull out a little worm? All right, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> one last hurrah. It's not a butterfly. <laughs> Uh, so guy charges yep alright when he charges again the mysterious stranger just vanishes in thin air and guy runs right past where he was standing and he appears behind him 
and runs him through with the great sword. You see guy just like arms go back. He drops Charles, who can't fly anymore because it's he's old too. Charlie. Charlie. Uh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Charles. He Charlie. It's Charlie. He drops Charlie, who can't fly anymore because he's such an old butterfly. And you just see the shadowy sword erupt out of his chest. Charlie. Tell my goat wife I love her. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Uncle Daddy didn't tell me that this was going to be the way it felt. <laughs> I haven't seen moves like this since our trip to the Death Star. Like, <laughs> 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 and he rushes at him, just like okay. goes to pounce on him in his midair. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, he, he's establishing things that we have to yeah. do now. <laughs> so when Jack charges, the mysterious stranger just snaps his fingers and Jack turns back into a human in midair and just collapses at his feet. <laughs> so there's naked old man just <laughs> laying in the ground. And the mysterious stranger has a huge greatsword and he's holding it over him. I've been in worse situations. <laughs> really? <laughs> the mysterious stranger says, really? I can't imagine that. He just stares up at him <laughs> and is just daring him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious stranger takes his sword and lops his head off. His head rolls off the side of the mountain. You, you had guns, didn't you? <laughs> He was a werewolf. Why did he use guns? No, 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 no. Yeah, he did Chuck. have guns. Yeah, he had a couple of pistols. <laughs> Chuck's going to, like, as he's laying there, reach over and grab, I think he had a revolver probably. Yeah. Pull out the revolver and, like, you know, arms probably half broke. Yeah. Legs broken. He can't get up. And just kind of tr- does everything he can to, like, feebly point this, uh, it would be very, very modern firearm at him and goes to pull the trigger. Chuck unloads on the mysterious stranger. Definitely. So, for whatever reason, none of the bullets seem to make contact. They don't pierce the dark robes that, robes that are concealing his face. The mysterious stranger waves his hands, and Chuck like goes tumbling, and he's hanging on to the, like a cliffside of the mountain. Rips Lucky. his wings off. <laughs> yeah. When he flips his hands, his wings shear off of his back, and he starts bleeding everywhere. I never thought I'd be the last one to live. Well, with so many fumbles. <laughs> this this kind of seems par for the course, though. <laughs> the mysterious stranger walks over and he says, close your eyes. I don't think Chuck would. Probably not. Mm-hmm. He just stares deadpan <laughs> like the mysterious stranger said. The mysterious stranger shrugs. He kneels down. And at first you think he's offering you a hand or something. But then he draws back his fist and he just hits, punches you in the side of the face. Knockout punch. <laughs> yeah. And you go tumbling off the side of the mountain. That was cool. That <laughs> was. So, that you added a scene. Yeah. You've got an event. Alright. Or something to add. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm going to add... So is this lens done after I mm-hmm. add this thing? Um, this focus. I'm going to add that a hydra is found after the desecration of the altar of the gods. Okay. And a splinter group of sentient races start to worship it as a god. Okay. 
So is it like an altar of the mysterious stranger? What? I mean, did a, you say a hydra? A hydra. A hydra oh, is found and worshipped uh-huh, by a bunch of sentient races. Hydra. That's my lens. So the player to the right of the lens looks back over uh, what happened during this focus and picks something to be a legacy. A legacy is what again? Uh, legacies are common threads that may stretch throughout time and influence history. A legacy may take many forms, an object, a person, a place, a bloodline, an organization, or even a philosophical idea. The ideals of the Founding Fathers, a code of laws, a noble order of knights, ancestral court, curse, or a sword fallen from the heavens can all be legacies. But uh, the player to the right chooses a legacy, um, and they're actually explored during a special turn of play, which would happen now. The player that picks a legacy makes an event or dictated scene about it, not a period or a played scene. It does not have to be the legacy they just created. Since this is between lenses, there's no required focus, just a legacy itself. So, since you're, since Jake is the player to the right of, no, Zach is the player to the right <laughs> of the I'm just see my eyes. <laughs> well, no, from my perspective, you're to the right. Since Zach is the player to the right of the lens, Zach would choose a legacy from this focus that just happened. Like the scene? Not just the scene. Like the, everything that happened heavy. during that turn. Okay. Yeah. Do it right now, or like a legacy. Um, for the legacy, you do write it down. Uh, Vertical or horizontal? <laughs> well, diagonal. <laughs> player to the right of the current lens picks something that appeared during the last focus and makes it a legacy. Write the legacy on a card along with the name of the player. Fold the card in half and stand it up so it doesn't get mixed up with other history cards. <laughs> if you already have a legacy, you can only make a new one if you remove your old one. There can only be as many legacies as there are players. That that thing still exists in the history, it just isn't a legacy. If another player wants to keep your old legacy, they can choose to immediately drop their own legacy and replace it with the one being discarded. Having your name on a legacy gives you no special authority except to decide whether to keep or replace that legacy. And Jake, be prepared. This is going to make you the next lens. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to add the legacy uh, involving the characters dying by the mysterious stranger in the desecration of the altar of the gods. And from that, the order of the three will be formed. And it is a faction that uh, learns about the history of Guy Chuck and Jack, and they are become fabled heroes and worshipped by the Order, and they try and carry out the, their legacy. Uh, so you keep that card, and your name goes on it. Done. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, you just kind of set that there in front of you to help remind you of that legacy that you've started. Cool. Nice. So, and they can even learn like different styles, maybe drunken master. <laughs> so that's where seek, that started. Yeah, some of them seek to become shifters. Yeah. 
Or like, yeah. Wolf style. <laughs> style of the wolf. Involves a lot of trips. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like that. I may have to develop a... And a monk order. A monk order that works on, like, just trips. And hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. I'm thinking about being a monk. Are you really? Mm-hmm. That's what my character's made for right now, so... We may we may have to drunken master. Yep, <laughs> I could be the from the order of guy. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did the you order say? Of the name of that faction was <laughs> Threepwood. Oh. Yes. This yeah. isn't necessarily for for the history here, but this is like I'm legitimately thinking about adding this now. Well, since there are three of you, but the, like the order of three dot 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 wood. <laughs> Um, I mean, this was legitimately part of my backstory. This is how I already had this prepared. <laughs> gotcha. the, this was a thing I regularly made pilgrimages to because I was in a monastery and they would regularly take us there. We made made a trip there every year. What do you, what do you think a subset of that would be called? Like the entire group is the Order of the Three, maybe? Or I think the Order of the Three is... Yeah. is it's good. And then... Uh, oh, the path... You could, like, the path of Jack, the path of Guy, and the path of... So there could be three main... Chuck. The, the shepherd's styles path. that go the up with it. Yeah. The shepherd's the path. Woods, the, the wolf's path. path. The angel... Yeah. Or the, the, the wolf or the the shepherd's path. And yeah. then the angel's path. And then the... Uh, <laughs> where do we begin? <laughs> the drunken path. The drunken path, yeah. The... The... <laughs> Uh, like the wobbling path, <laughs> or the, the winding the path, yeah. Way. yeah, unsteady path. <laughs> I like the unsteady way. Yeah. Cool. Okay, <laughs> that is going to be a faction in our game now. Awesome. See, isn't this? It's a lot more fun than you guys thought it was going to be, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a good way to come I up with stuff. I thought it was going to be fun. <laughs> I just didn't really understand it at first. <laughs> or now. <laughs> I just do what I'm told. <laughs> We're so, the creative talents. <laughs> so I am becoming the lens now, is that right? Correct. So I can create a period. You can. Now, the first thing you need to do is declare what the focus is going to be. Because it has to tie back to something. Can it be? Can the focus be the period he's about to create? Yes, the, the focus can That's be, gonna be anything. Okay. Yeah. So I am going to make the focus the Great Dwarven Conquest. Okay. And this takes place after the desecration of the Altar of the Gods. The dwarves were mainly believed to be the dominant race after the spell blight took place and started. But they didn't actually fully take power and start taking command of the world that we live in until after the desecration of the Altar of the Gods because they blamed the elves for it, who were the other dominant race. And humans were already enslaved. So they are officially taking over at this point. Okay. Um, You're going to make a nested one. So you're going to make an event inside of that. So um, I am going to say that all elven major cities were um, disbanded and the dwarves took over those and then this is where the elves really started to go and take into the to take 
yes, they they started to live in the wilderness and they started to become more in tune with nature. And so that can I suggest something? Yes. Before this time, the elves lived like the Mayans, like the okay, great like Native American civilizations that disappeared. That's where they were at before this, and then after this, they became kind of like what the Native Americans were in American history. So they went from industrial uh, primitive, not primitives, like like uh, advanced primitives, advanced primitives to like nomads, basically who lived off the land. Yes, that's what I want. Okay, so that's mine. Okay. I'm going to add a period. It is going to go after the spell blight starts, but before the desecration okay. is the Great Dragon War. It is a light period. Because... And the way this is going to tie into the Great Dwarven Conquest is as the, you know, the the dwarves are wanting to start trying to get out of of their dwarven settlements and start kind of get out of the mountains type thing. And right now with the Spellblight, the dragons are kind of running rampant. They are able to... uh, through, through their history, have passed down ways to kill dragons that don't require magic. Because they never really used it anyway. So they actually started a war against the dragons to try to thin them out to make it to where eventually they could. It, it kind of paved the way for the conquest. Okay. So I did have something to add to mine previously that I forgot to. Both of those are light sides and histories because the conqueror writes history that's right and that's how things are viewed like yeah. <laughs> america's the good guys because hey we stopped, we stopped <laughs> you know we, we stopped yeah we stopped the germans you know but from <laughs> two different perspectives that could have been a bad thing or a good thing but dwarves have written the history they're the ones that have taken over right so these are viewed as light sides in our history okay so i use that I'm going to add an event to that as well, uh, right before, or maybe after, depending on Jake, I'll let you decide. Okay. That, uh, no, the, you decide. <laughs> that's the thing. You're you fully, decide. You're fully in control of history right now. <laughs> uh, the construction and establishment of Dwarven Sky Fortresses, uh, because they're tired of being looked down upon by the elves and all the other races, both stature-wise and... Attitude. Um, I would say this is when they really decide to step up their game and advance above all of the other races, and so that would could be just slightly before they slightly before up. they start. Um, I mean, really, this is happening parallel to the time that they're fighting the elves. They're like like the Nazis. They weren't just into <laughs> taking over Poland. They were into inventing all of these crazy things and medicine. They, I mean, they had a lot of. <laughs> A lot of things that they were into that just didn't have with just taking over Europe. Uh, so, for mine, I thought the idea of the Great Dragon War was pretty cool. Um, something we had discussed before is that the orcs and goblins become somewhat civilized. Mm-hmm. With humans being enslaved and elves on the way out. And goblins becoming the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dwarves unite with the goblins and the orcs. To fight their dragon wars. Oh, I like that. 
And that's so the dwar the dwarves kind of teach the goblins and the orcs some of the things that make them civilized. So say so that's that's really good, especially with the uh, dwarven and orc history where they yeah. can't stand each other. Right. That's a big step. I like that. And maybe a goblin guns. Yeah. <laughs> You got two of them, I think. Mm-hmm. You get to add two more nested objects. Two more nested objects. Okay. Um. Uh, I just want to say real quick that that was my first light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the construction of the Dwarven Sky Fortresses for light, too. So um, I'm going to say I'm going to add an event to the Great Dwarven Conquest. There was a Great Dwarven King that was, he was uh, assassinated. He was assassinated. Not for JFK. Okay. But he was established by an assassin's organization that does still exist in this universe. So the the, the Whispering Way. (laughs) I mean, the Whispering Way is an assassin's organization in... Do we want to rename it? Yes. I would say rename it. Rename it? We want to rename it. So um, for right now... As I say, I'm trying to not use as much of the original Pathfinder stuff as yeah. possible. So um, I would just say he was killed by an assassin from this group. Okay. A secret organization. Whispers in the wind. Yeah. And... The whispers in the wind. So that will be one event, but um, it was... That's what really put an end, because they were just taking over everything. And so that's what, they just kind of studied off after that, and they maintained their reign. But, I mean, he was literally, he was taking over everything. and So he built them, the Dwarven Kingdom, up to what it is today. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to leave it, a blank. It, it was probably name. an elf group. Or an elf. The assassin? Yeah. By it would make sense. Or it's expected. It doesn't have to be, but it could be expected that it's from that elven assassins group. Those who hide behind the trees. They get. Um, maybe the Night's Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Did you just think of that? Off the top of your head? Yeah, it just oh, it impressive. hit me. That's pretty good. <laughs> the leader John Snow. Um, yeah. The Assassin's Group. I'm going to leave that blank for now. We come okay. back to it if we think of it. So it that's been the, the Order of the Three. It could have been. The Order of the Three assassinated them. I mean, we've not just really established how, how deep into anything <laughs> yeah. the Order goes. Yeah. So I have uh, left that blank. Okay. We can come back to that. Now that is going to be viewed as a dark history point in history. I I feel like assassinations would be something that would fall <laughs> under the unsteady way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's just it was a splinter faction of the Order of the Three uh, following the doctrine of the unsteady way. You think? I almost want to go through the. Uh, the Pathfinder gods once we're done tonight yeah. and figure out which one each of the gods would like, follow. yeah, which because I don't think that each of the three 
paths would follow all the same gods. Yeah. yeah. Like each one would have their own gods that they saw more important. Yeah. I think it would kind of be you would be all of the chaotic gods. Yeah. <laughs> Jack would be all of the neutral and the uh, guy would be all of the lawful. Yeah. I mean Jack Chuck yeah. would be Chuck, all of the lawful. Yes. So I mean I figure that's a pretty good basis right that, there. Yeah. <laughs> so um well, I didn't even think about the fact that we were lined out that way. Yeah. yeah but we, we really kind of were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh what did we say? Got a steady way. Splinter splinter group of the order of the three unsteady. But it's that's probably not um, widely known. Probably not because they. I doubt that they would want even if they knew who it was. I doubt that they would want everyone to. Okay, so that's one event there, and oh, um, I did want to add the uh, period. Ooh, one more event off of the uh, Great Dragon or Dwarven Conquest, the missing city that we had established. Okay. Missing. Okay. So that will be my final one. The missing... <laughs> the great city of blank. And that'll be in my focus. Is that a Melvin city? Yeah. All right. Alex, that means you get to choose a legacy. So I can I can make up something if I want? Like I can do something new? Too. The, the legacy is something that came up in this last round yeah that you want to kind of hold on to yeah and you can create an event off of that you created an event off yours right hmm. no you just made the legacy didn't you yeah with the event you can establishment of the order okay as i say oh, when does that happen though well, it has to happen. It has to happen after yeah, this. Yeah, in between the desecration and the great tour. Okay, so it makes sense that they would do that. So you choose a legacy, and then you explore the legacy. The same player creates an event or dictated scene that relates to one of the legacies. Then we get a new lens. I don't know. The, so the idea I just had, and I don't know if this is going to be a legacy or not, but it was going to play off the great dragon war again. And at the close of the great, so dragons have become flightless. Mm-hmm. They're now born without wings in either mm-hmm. the form of a serpent or a lizard. Dragons are like, almost like ants where they have one queen who gets impregnated and she just lays vast amounts of eggs. And then like in their youth, they fight against each other and only some someone's make it to adulthood. I was going to say at the close of the Great Dragon War, the last great queen was killed by an alliance of dwarves, orcs, and goblins. And that's... Is that a legacy? Yeah. It, I feel like that would be like the like the death of the last great queen would be yeah. a legacy. And so you would make your legacy and then you would add your event. So how do, how do I add an event to that? You would like does it, do I just like add an event under that yes. that says what I just said? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So say yeah, you should add one add an actual event of the order of the three being founded. Okay, an alliance of dwarves, goblins, and orcs kill the last great dragon queen and sack her stronghold, killing all the her younglings. Okay. Where are the sub factions in the order the unsteady way the way of the wolf the unsteady the way 
the angel's path and the shepherd's path. I almost like let's use wolf instead of, and then instead of path, we'll call it um, the side of the wolf or the wolf's trail. Because I feel like each one is like a A direction that you follow. Yeah. I was going to make fighting styles off of these for the monks, too. Yeah. So I, I was thinking wolf would probably work better than the shepherd's yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is, like, that archetypal shepherd who, like, defends his flock, too, though. So yeah. you can do both. Or you can do that could two. be a trip-based yeah. monk style. Or, like, a defensive-based. Like, they have that based. hook thing. That can... Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would be fine. The wolf's... Trail, right? Yeah. The angel's path. <laughs> Is there shield before him to combat Hydra? <laughs> the order of the shield. They just use shields as weapons. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, as as the lens, I kind of want to focus on the orcs and goblins. So, under the Great Dwarven Conquest, between the Drake, Great Dwarven King being assassinated and the dwarves... Great city, of the, uh, a great elven city that was lost... Okay, no, no, no. The one above that. Yes, that spot. I'm going to. I'm going to add the event that the orcs and goblins are betrayed by the dwarven king. Oh. Oh, dang. Hmm. And then I'm going to add a scene. Okay. The scene is going to be under where the dwarves. Unite the goblins and orcs. Okay. And the question I'm going to pose is, why did the orcs and goblins agree to join the dwarves? So, there would be no elves, there would be no humans in the in the scene. I feel like characters that have to be there would be the leader of the orcs, yeah. the leader of the goblins, and those are the only two I can say. Yeah. I really feel like the Dwarven King needs to be there too. I mean, or you could approach it a different way where it's like the orcs and the goblins are talking to each other about like, why should we join them? It doesn't have to be like, that's true. When they join, yeah. It could just be them discussing it. They okay. So yeah, no, I like that. So the, the goblin King and the orc chieftain are both discussing why they think that it would be a good idea to join the dwarves. So, Jake, you get to choose character first. I get to choose character? I thought I was assigned. No. No, I just did that last time. (sighs) It doesn't always have to. Okay. I am going to play the leader of the goblins. Okay. Now, I only said no elves, no humans. Any other character that you can think of that would make sense for them to be there, or it doesn't make sense for them to be there, you could throw that in there too. So I imagine before this point, the orcs 
are still like very tribal and they'll occasionally they'll get together in war bands and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's their war chiefs who get together. Right. So I want to be the second orc, like the advisor, a different, a different war chief, but an advisor to the king or okay, the, or the head, like the main orc guy. Okay. So not, not the leader of the orcs, but like one of his war chiefs who's like his trusted advisor. Okay. I guess that leaves me with the... No, Justin well, could do it. Yeah, um, as I was gonna say, I'm I'm going to be in it also. I'm the last. These are probably characters that interact with everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I originally thought like a dwarven spy or something. Right. For the king. So say I, I feel like this would probably take place after the dwarven king has already like approached both of them. The yeah, has extended the offer to them both individually, and they know that they've both been offered it individually, so they've come together to. Maybe are you, like, are you going to take it? I don't know if we're going to take it, type thing. Uh, so there wouldn't be like a dwarven ambassador or something? There could be. There could be. Yeah. Very the, well could The king be. isn't here necessarily, but the dwarf, there's an ambassador. Okay. Has just, I guess, just given them word on behalf of the dwarven king. Okay. So that would leave me as the orc chieftain. Okay. Did we start to speak in Russian next? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dwarves are Russian. It's okay, I gotta do a Mexican accent. I did we ever actually establish that though? Jake said it jokingly. <laughs> like I'd have to look back over like our planning session campaign notes, which we need to have a different planning session now that you yeah. guys have changed so much stuff on me. But hey, you brought this up. No, yeah. I did. You it, knew what you were getting yourself into. It's it's not necessarily this. Like a lot of the planning session stuff was your guys' character based. And you guys have changed that on. I mean, I've kept all it of, the same. All of I you wanted, but one have changed that on. I've kept it the same. I want it to be as simple as possible for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see. See. Um, so, sorry, setting the stage, uh, this would probably take place in, I would say, it would be some neutral area. Yeah. Uh, possibly a well-traveled inn. I was going to say it's at the foot of the altar. Ooh. I like We've that. all traveled to come here, so we don't, we don't actually go up to it because it's a sacred place, but it's like... At the foot at, of the mountain. At the foot of the mountain. It's I a place like where you're supposed to be truthful and honest with yeah. people. I like that. So, we're at the foot of the mountain. Um, at this point, let's see, what do we already know from history? Well, we know that we know that they are going to join up. So, at the end of it, we the, the orcs and the goblins have to agree to join with the dwarves. And, yeah. And they're... Offering them or asking them to join them to fight against the elves? Dragons. Oh, dragons. Dragons. Okay. Yep, this is part of the Dragon Wars. Okay. So the orc and his advisor approach after the goblin and dwarf are already there. Yeah. The So the goblin is there and he's got a few of his... Uh, Ah, let's say his best fighters behind him. They're 
cackling <laughs> as they await his approach. But do we want these to be like Pathfinder, like typical like small stature goblins, or is it like because I've seen goblin key? They can be however we want to describe them. I think they're taller and lanky in this. Okay. Is that going to mess up your character idea? Uh, as long... I would say as long as they're still considered small creatures... Yeah. They hold true to that, yeah. That that would be my only... No. So they're about four feet tall. I Not know. quite as big of a, as, as a dwarf, but... That should be fine. If, even if I wanted to, I could be a little person. Okay. You could be on the small side for a dwarf. Yeah. Or for an elf. Or a goblin. goblin. Damn. Like my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Go through all the grandkids' names, throw the dog in there. <laughs> so, the war chief and his advisor approach. The goblins are talking. Busy cackling. Yeah. So, the, the leader of the goblins, uh, Yiki, is uh, standing at the front. He's just like. He's a. Uh, trying very hard to keep his face straight and act like he's serious and <laughs> in charge of the situations while his uh, lackeys behind him are uh, cackling and not treating the situation very seriously. <laughs> I, I'm clearly displeased. I'm a woman. Okay. I'm a girl orc. Her name is Orca. Okay. <laughs> uh, and... I am very, my arms are folded. I'm very annoyed with the goblins for not taking this more seriously. We are clearly the most creative people in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Orca. (laughs) Um, The the chief of the orcs, he's he's very tall, even for like orc standards. Um, He's very muscly that he's starting to get a bit of a belly just one of those where you know you hit that point in life that you just can't stop it anymore (laughs) um he he's got gray skin and he he has a very very serious look on his face and he approaches and he says so we come to discuss terms hey quiet down you guys serious Want him to take us for real? Yes, we come to negotiate these terms. We uh, we uh. Wait, is is the dwarf there yet? Yeah. Okay. The dwarf. Okay, the dwarf is yeah, there. Yeah, the dwarf was sitting with. Them. Okay. 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 I've heard enough chatter. <laughs> Goblins are ready to take their place in history, right alongside the dwarves. I lean over to my advisor. Are we really ready to team up with these goblins? And the dwarves of all people. Hey, do you know who you're talking to? I says it quietly. <laughs> I'm whispering to my advisor across the table. <laughs> Pointy ears. Yeah. You're great. <laughs> the beacons. With. That's too manly. I'm going with it. it it's an orc. Yeah. Man, manly women. Tusks, muscles, <laughs> rippling. She goes, with the humans out of the way. And the elves. He nods. He looks at the dwarf and says, What are your terms? No, the, the pause scene. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you actually wanted me to pause. No, I don't think the dwarves should have many terms. Yeah. They, I mean, they want to take over. The humans are out of the way. The, they're 
kicking the elves while they're down. Well, this is taking place here. Yeah. They're not bent on taking over everything until right here. There's yeah. Right now, right now they're like just trying to kind of in between. They're, yeah. they're trying to okay. unite and clear the way to where they can they can come out of the mountains. They're okay. naturally taking over. Like okay. they're naturally they're, it's becoming not leaders. necessarily their, so their, their plans yet. But it's not on the agenda. Not until the great dwarven king okay. starts so taking just over. Trying to clear out the dragons, basically. Yeah. With so with the humans out of the way, we need or with the humans incapacitated, we need allies to troubling our lands and then the orcs and goblins probably just want standing and then and maybe land they, they probably want to keep their land and yeah prevent them from taking over yeah definitely would want land and yeah land and prestige would be the two things that they would want okay and probably some humans human slaves yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah totally slave trade's a thing yeah all right so you, you don't really have, unless you can think of something much in the way of the dragons. Well, I can say for the goblins, I'm speaking as this is. We have, I mean, we'll, we'll yes, have to we start can. the scene again. Oh, we haven't started yet? Yeah. Oh. Like, I didn't actually pause it. I know, but, like, we okay. paused the scene. Right. Okay. And we ended with, what are your terms? Okay. Right. So, yeah. Place it. Place it. My terms are simple. We don't want much in exchange except for your help in clearing out these dragons. We are tired of them and we want to establish ourselves as a civilized race just as much as you guys do. You're already viewed as a civilized race. None of you have had to live as an orc does. Or a goblin. Hey, we are all being oppressed by dragons here. Well, speaking for the goblins myself, I, Yiki the Great, first of his name, <laughs> crusher of kneecaps, defiler of small towns, seducer of she-goblins, <laughs> I can say that we want our lands to be our lands forever. Nobody's going to take them over. And we also want, we want some of those, some of those slaves. We want a fair place in society just like the rest of you. Fine, fine. Take the humans. It is no matter to us. You you take your lands too. We do not want them. I think that if you agree to align with us, we can all have our own area to keep away from each other. So you're proposing a great divide? A wall of sorts? A curtain, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe, if that is what you guys want. I mean... Just throwing it out there. I I lean over to the goblin or the orc leader. I say we should ask for a share of the spoils from this war. Some of the great dragon hordes. He nods. He says, "Once the dragon is down, we want some of his treasures." I will have to speak to my dwarven king, but I think we could give you some gold. Yeah, yeah, goblins too. Yes, yes, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, we're not say. taking seriously. <laughs> I also feel that the orcs and the goblins should be allowed in any city we wish. Hmm. 
free passage through dwarven lands. Not not to take over. We just want we want passage. We want to be able to cohabitate. If we allow you to pass through our lands, you must agree to be more how I say tame when you're in our lands. Surprisingly, Orca starts to shake her head. She's like, teach us your ways, your craftsmanship, and we will join your society. If you are willing to learn, we are willing to teach. We will help you be more civilized. That way, we would all have a better chance at peace. Yeah, we also want some of those coexist bumper stickers for the back of our wagons. Remind everybody. We have no interest in such trinkets. <laughs> we don't have wagons. I don't even think we make those. <laughs> those were those damn hippie elves. Yeah. Those tree uggers. <laughs> Alright, is that the scene? I think so. Yeah. yeah, we found out that they they agreed to join the dwarves. Each Education. for the... For, treasure, yeah, for education, land. treasure, and land, pretty much. Yeah. Slaves. All right, and Zach. Hey. Yeah, one. I guess I'll add a. I'm curious. I'll add a scene of how the dwarven king betrays the orcs and goblins. Okay. So you'll need to tell us where. And what characters you want there and what characters you don't want there. Obviously, the Dwarven King is not there. (laughs) Man. It it could Uh, just be plotting about how they're going to betray them. Yeah. I don't know. I'll reprise my role as Nikolai Stonecrusher, the ambassador. Okay. Uh, God, we all have to do... So right. to do right yeah. There. How about also the uh, you were the orc. I was Orca, the girl. Yeah. yeah, Orca is there. Oh wait, because this is like a hundred years later or something. Oh, like. okay, it is, yeah, this would be a while later. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I figure should... like what would you think? At least two hundred years. Well, there's only five hundred in this entire thing. Yeah, so, so I was going to say that like, this happened within fifty years of that. What do you think about that? I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, there's there's a lot of timeline here that we have to fit in, and there's yeah. always room for us to add more periods, also. Right. I'm so sure yeah, so. setting up actual years and stuff like that wouldn't really make sense at this point until we're done, and then I can kind of come down and look at stuff and you know plot out yeah. the timeline, but. I mean, I'd say, like, but distance-wise, this took place a ways before this. And these two periods happened closely together. Yeah. Because this one set off this. Mm-hmm. And this one set off this. And then this is way at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just dictate it. Okay. Rather than playing any enforcing... I did have a good new role as a Goblin King. <laughs> you guys are going to like this one. Yeah. <laughs> Was he going to be yeah. as rapey as the last one? No. He likes elven women. <laughs> oh, wait. Hmm. 
Okay, so dicta- dictating scenes. Instead of playing a scene... Maybe, hold on, hold on. Maybe we'll play it out. Okay. You can be the Goblin King, Jake. Yes, thank you. Uh, I'll be the, the Dwarven King. Orc. Orc King, Justin. Okay. Uh, I can be another dwarf if we're gonna betray them. Yeah, yeah, you could be yeah another dwarf. How about like uh, <laughs> I want <laughs> uh, I want my name to be Ivan Rock Shaper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll be the Dwarven King, Victor Mountain Mover. Nice. You're Ivan Rock Shaper. You're the Jake. You're the Goblin King. Yeah. And you just knew the orc king. Okay. What, uh, we, what, if, what if I had an idea that might make this a lot more interesting? Depends on what my, if it's better than my idea. <laughs> what if the orc king is not there and the mysterious stranger is instead? He. What if he's a silent partner at the uh, background of the meeting and the dwarven king is repeatedly looking back to him? Okay. So say I feel like he should he would be there. He should be here. Yeah. Cuz he's been at a lot of like major events. He could be here just not to speak. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say uh he invites the kings over for a celebratory fe- like peace feast just like establish that they have peace and everything that things don't turn out exactly. Where where is it taking place? Uh in great one of the Dwarven Hall. Great, yeah, Great Dwarven Hall. He okay. invited the leaders over for a feast. Okay. Is this one of those floating castle? Sky fortresses. Sky yeah. fortresses. Yeah. Okay. Was. Location is where in the one of the great Dwarven sky fortresses, stone, great big hall, long table, all sorts of food for your you guys, and we're all. I'm raising a glass to you guys. Welcome to this great feast. We let us celebrate that we have come together in the past. We have gotten rid of the dragons. We've pushed the elves out. And we should take our place as top of the mountain. Yes. Yes, I agree. Thank you for your graciousness and having us here, <laughs> your great majesty. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I am King Peter the Fair of Goblinton. <laughs> you have come a long way. Your people pro- have come so far in the years they have spent among us. Ever since my forefathers killed that idiot, Yicky the Goblin, <laughs> or whatever his name was, We've made great strides. We have a Department of the Defense, Board of Education. Our ACT scores are through the roof. We've been striving. What is ACT? Uh, it's, a, it's a testing score to place our children in colleges based upon their aptitude. We, why do we not have this? <laughs> there is ACT for dwarves. I, uh, we, I have, we have an entire system set up if you would be interested in viewing this. We would be more than glad to show you. It's done wonders for our society. I am Victor Mountain Mover, King of the Dwarves, and why do we not have this Ivan? 
I don't know, Your Majesty. <laughs> we must establish this right away. We cannot have these goblins outdoing us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no offense. Anything no you offense. need. Our land is your land. You are welcome to come and view it. It's We're more than glad to help. You say that. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting indeed. Um, how is that? How is the wine, gentlemen? It very, very good vintage. It was very pulled warm. from the Great Hall of the Dragon. Mm. It's very good, very, very good. Did we mention that it was poisoned? We probably should have mentioned that before you drank it. <laughs> that tickle in your throat. <coughs> You're, you're imminent death. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I haven't drank it yet. <laughs> well, I've drank the whole glass, but luckily to, goblins have an immunity to, to uh, poisons now. Our, uh, Go Green Initiative and our <laughs> wonderful <laughs> science department has uh, come up with some great it's, vaccines. It's it's the new goblin care system. <laughs> no, but seriously, you drank the last. Oh, yeah, no, I drank it. <laughs> yeah. say, it's not, it's, God damn it! <laughs> well, that that plan is in the shitter. Um, well, guards uh, over for, here. For the record, we withheld dragon treasure, and we're going to take your lands. If you are, if you are, you're going to die now. Guards, guards. So you, you need me to kill myself? I mean, I can do it if that's what you need. Anything to help? I want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> You're a <very> just leader. <laughs> Damn it, Ivan! Even his cut of his throat is surgical, like he's been trained to cut throats like a doctor. What the hell? What did our ancestors yeah. do? What? Why are you doing this? We want your land. We want your land. We don't want to give you more treasure. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> the cards are like dragging you off. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take all of the land. We're not going to share it anymore. That is old. In the past, you have given us what we wanted, and now we're going to you know, take everything. No further use for you. Have a good day. <laughs> See you. See you. You just wait. We'll get you back! Yes, yes, I bet you will. <laughs> so, the great Dwarven King is an asshole. <laughs> Ivan, let us celebrate. <laughs> Just as dwarves. Let's raise our vodka. And to, the, to the dwarves. <laughs> I... <laughs> good scene. <laughs> that was very good. Follow-up to... question. Do the dwarves ever look into establishing an ACT? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's gotta be somewhere. <laughs> we enslave a bunch of goblins and force them to write standardized tests for When we were kids, that's one of the events we're talking about. <laughs> we're studying for our ACTs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. All Alex. Uh... So if I want to do anything with an event, it has to be a scene, right? Anything with an event. Although you can add another event before or after the event that you're thinking of. I'm going to do a scene. Okay. 
Um, it's going to be about the great city of blank, which went missing. Okay. There is this <laughs> Do you have a name for it? <laughs> I don't. I'm open to suggestions, although it will is be Elven Elven city? city. Oh, damn. What was the name, guy's last name? Three point. Three point. Three point. Three Pinoak. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't as close as I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, it could be three wood. Let's <laughs> say like it could be called three wood. I mean, you know, the the three of them were kind of were kind of raised up as heroes. It would make yeah. sense for there to be towns named after them. The great Elven city of three wood. That's good. With I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to take credit for a city or anything, but I'm just saying that it would make sense for it to be named after one of the three of them. Actually, I spelled three point with three at the beginning. <laughs> what if, if that's how you spelled it? What if we named it um, after all three of us? There were uh, temples set up on secret temples set up on the three points across the land, one for each of us, and the roads diverge into the center town that has gone missing. Okay. Okay. The tri roads? <laughs> Triad? Tri. I affected? Triforce? Tri. <laughs> Triforce. Yeah, Triangle. Triforce. Triangle. Um, but we're all elves. It's nighttime. And we have been. Um, we've been persecuted, and this is one of our last great cities. Okay, do you want us to act out the scene, or do you want to dictate the scene? Uh. You know what? I might just dictate it. Okay. Because that, that'll be faster and easier. Yeah. So, um, it's a celebratory feast um, celebrating the coming of um, and the harvest. When autumn is supposed to be? Right. Or is it actually... It's it's actually autumn. You're okay. S- you're celebrating that it actually came yeah. somewhat on time. And we had a bountiful yeah. harvest for the first time in years. And um, we're enjoying the fruits of our labor. And um, we are drinking late into the night. And suddenly, one by one, our friends start disappearing. And all we're seeing are flashes of light. We know it's not magic because magic hasn't been seen for years. But then the last of the elves are huddled together in the center of Threepwood. And suddenly they start getting abducted into the sky. <laughs> and there are troops on the ground who come in, and all they see are just flashes of movement. And people just disappear or, or get disemboweled. Probed. Um, or probed. <laughs> or probed. <laughs> but poop comes out of there! Why, why are things going in there? Poop comes out! <laughs> and... By the time morning comes, the city is completely abandoned and covered in blood and body parts, and there is no trace of anything but elven body parts and death. What if there is... the buildings are even gone. There's foundation of the floors where all of this had been. Except the temples were left. Except the temples were left. Yeah. Okay. Everything is gone. Insane. Okay. So are we on the next round? No. No, we're not. No. I, it, going back to you, then I got to, and then you have to come up with a uh, legacy for this round. Okay. Our focus is still the goblins and the... 
Uh, and the only people left in the city were orcs and come to tie it back to the... That's good. That's good. <laughs> I have to come up with a legacy? No, 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 no. Right now you come up with a period, period. event or a... Song. Okay, so for my period, um, it's going to take place... Um, let's see. What does this actually say? The lifeless years. The lifeless years. Um, you guys don't hate me for this. Do we have vetoes? <laughs> nope. No vetoes. Actually, very interested to see what he's going to add when he says, don't hate yeah. me for this. That is always bound to be interesting. <laughs> Usually when someone begins a sentence with, don't get mad, or... Okay, don't hate me. so I am actually going to say it's right, right here. So dinosaurs are being brought back to... <laughs> Our, our land, and there's a man rumored on an island to be uh, creating oh creatures God. that are. Come on! <laughs> doesn't have to be an island, it can be a landmass, but creatures that are. Um, that were before the time of man. How's he doing it? Hmm? How's he doing it? I don't know, that's the period. That's part of figuring out the events that led aliens. up to it. Yeah. It's the it could totally be aliens, but I want dinosaurs to be a part of this. They're they're not commonplace, and most people don't even think they're real. They think they're a myth, but they do exist. That's okay. what I want. Okay. I don't want us to go and live out in Jurassic World or anything, <laughs> you know, but I want dinosaurs to exist. Okay. And I said, don't hate me. It's aliens. I like it. It's aliens. Agree. That's what with all the probing. <laughs> yeah. They were extracting all the yeah. DNA, dinosaur DNA. <laughs> this is the millionth human that we've probed, and we're still no closer <laughs> to finding <laughs> dinosaur DNA. You think we should be looking for understand. somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, now we're going to start probing else. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, I just kind of enjoy it. <laughs> but I'm so good at it. <laughs> Why stop now, you know? Mom always told me to find a job that you can enjoy doing, and I no. finally found one, and I don't intend to quit now. Do you think we should move on to another round? <laughs> no, no, no. I think we're on to something. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to make a breakthrough. In someone's butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, under the period, the mysterious stranger appears and unites the races. The mysterious stranger empowers the goblins and orcs, letting them overthrow the, the dwarven rule. Ooh. Okay, so inside that event, I'm going to dictate a scene. The question that I'm going to pose is, why didn't the goblins or orcs wipe out the dwarves? After, after the betrayal, there's definitely more orcs, than go orcs and goblins than there were dwarves. So why didn't they just... Take them out. I really think it would boil back down to the time that the orcs and goblins did spend with the dwarves. They did become more educated, became more civilized during the time period from them being betrayed up until the mysterious stranger came along and reunited everybody. They, uh, the orcs and goblins were still getting along just under an oppressive thumb of the dwarves. So 
I think that when the orcs and goblins had a chance to overthrow them, they did so, but then just said, look, there's more of us than you. We could easily take you out right now. All we want is peace. We just want us all to be able to get along. So the dwarves are kind of grasping at straws by this time. Yeah. At holding on to power. Mm-hmm. They stretch their They stretch their... Yeah. Stretch, you know, too much land for everybody to take care of. Yeah. And there's not enough dwarves to take care of that much. Okay. That's what you get when you're a bunch of commies. We are not communists. We just like to share. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Except with filthy orcs. Do you feel like that would be a light? Yeah, them choosing yeah. to not seek revenge. Yeah. That is not the decision we would have made. Okay, Jake, this is where you set up your legacy. Okay, goblins and orcs have a mutual respect for one another. Uh, dwarves have uh, dwarves have an extreme hatred for goblins and orcs, and vice versa. Okay. And that would make you the lens, Zach, for the last round. Oh, goodness. So, so yeah, I wanted each of us to have a legacy when we were done. <laughs> yeah. And so we have one more round for me to get a legacy to put in it, and then we're done. Right, so I come up with a time period. You come up up with something you want to focus on, and then come up with a period and an event, or an event and a uh, scene. You have the new period of the dinosaurs being brought back. You can play in that. (laughs) Yeah, nobody has done anything with the Hydra. It just so <laughs> happens that both of those are very tricky because you could go Hydra, Hail Hydra, Dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. Or you could have the Hydra um, seek out and eat all the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> so there are none left. <laughs> the great Hydra dinosaur war. <laughs> back to the beginning. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, let's see. You could make an entirely new period. Yeah. We're, we have a lot of missing time in between here and Dwarven Conquest. Could be up to 200 history. to 300 years, really. This could be the industrial period yeah. in our land. We need one of those because we don't have an established time from the railroad was built <laughs> and the mysteries behind it. That's true. Emergence of guns. <laughs> Yeah. Or, I mean, you can make Internet. up a period and then put it in a bit. Because you have to do okay. two things to start. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you introduce more? The, the period could be, like, industrial period. There's a lot of stuff we could play off of that. Yeah. yeah. Railroads, guns, city walls. City coffee makers. Yeah, coffee <laughs> makers. So I'm gonna, yeah, so I'm going to establish the industrial period, I guess, between... Hydra is founded worshipped as a deity in the lifeless years. And then under that, an event, uh, a dimensional door leading to a heavy gun, gun realm is discovered. Ooh. That's nice. cool. <clears throat> nice. So it's not even really that 
the people in the world discovered guns. Yeah. Someone they got them from somebody up. else, and then... Oh, it that could not be well known, too, because we're not supposed to be knowing about the dimensional doors. Right. So somebody yeah. could have brought them back to us. Doc could have brought them back. <laughs> or as he says, is... We could say that certain guns can affect the mysterious stranger. Like the ones that... Maybe the ones that Guy had shot hit him because they were from a different universe, and he wasn't able to fight that. At the time, because he didn't, he hadn't experienced it. Other mysterious stranger back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Brought guns that would affect him back to this universe. If he empowers the goblins and orcs, probably show their leaders. Especially the goblins, they're stranger. the most advanced race at this yeah. point. He would come back and try and, like, fight the mysterious stranger sometimes. Yeah. So if the mysterious stranger is empowering the orcs and goblins to... The dwarves. Probably the dwarves. <laughs> the dwarves? Or maybe that... Or, I mean, later on overthrown? The, I mean, the dwarves uh, do get overthrown, but they're... The, I mean, they're not... There could be several hundred years that went in uh, between. Sure. It's not something that happened right after. Well, and it's not they like lose they lose their way. The and... dwarves don't get enslaved. They just they lose fire. Yeah, they probably still have holdouts in the Skyfork. They could uh, hold it. They better hold out and defend themselves and stay. Uh, They've been living off the treasure from the Dragon War this entire time to fund all of their uh, industries, and it's dwindling, and resources are becoming scarce. Alright, so the dimensional door leading to Gun Heavy Realm is shown to the Dwarven King by Doc. Written that horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to put it in the industrial period. Because they still... They don't get overthrown until... Over- Who? The Dwarves. Dwarves get overthrown here, but I'm saying under the Great Dwarven Conquest. I was going to put it in the industrial Because so, they, they'll well, be they, working they, on that, I guess. They conquer yeah. the lands, and now they're building passageways between the lands. Yeah. Yeah. Did I not put in here that the the elves become nomads? I, yeah, I did cover that down here. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to say they eventually settle in, in the desert areas okay. and the forest. Okay. Well, look at that. I, I added two light ones. There you go. Hey, this one's a big time white side. <laughs> Dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> that white circle. T-Rex size circle there. It doesn't have puny arms. <laughs> Deserts. But continue to live in those. Good one, Alex. Thanks, man. Surprised. That you came up with that. So, so uh, I know it's so late. Just let me finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> it's it's getting late. I think that was probably the vanilla coke keep, keeping your mind fresh <laughs> and active. Dwarves build the railways, and the elves split into two tribes. One of which lives in the desert as nomads, and one of which lives in the forest as nomads. So we've got. Like desert, desert elves and forest elves. Yeah. Okay. But the for—I mean, it's it's not your typical like forest elf in the trees, like Ewoks. Okay. Or maybe Lothlorien type. 
Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> you wouldn't get that reference. I wouldn't. <laughs> Jake. Okay, it's me. Um, it's you. It's Jake. <laughs> Jake is here. Um, For the record, I've seen all of the Lord of the Rings Hobbits. Extended versions. In the correct order, even? Even then, in the correct order. Holy cow. <laughs> I probably went to see Return of the King in theater three times. Wow. Took my sister to it. She peed probably three times. Uh-huh. <laughs> Once every hour. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the blacksmith in Crossroads? What race is he? He's a goblin, isn't he? Yes. Okay. So um, I'm going to say guns become commonplace, uh, modeled after guns brought to this uh, universe, suspected from another realm, and uh, goblins take over as the main blacksmiths. Is that fair? That's gonna be it, you could just it's going to go at the end of industrial. You could just put goblins take over as blacksmiths. Because, I mean, him bringing the guns over would kind of make them more commonplace anyway because they're going to start being okay who would he is it it's before they get overthrown yeah so maybe he would show up to somebody you know what I'm saying like yeah. I didn't I didn't think about it at first but like he would show it to them if they were the underdogs but not if they were like the ruling I feel like it's the goblins I'm impartial because yeah. I've been playing a goblin most of the night and I'm a goblin gunslinger, so maybe. Yep. Yeah. Two, two, hey, two, there you two go. Good goblins, amend me. They're the predominant gunslingers of the world. Oh, music. Yeah, we never did. As I say, it's one of those where everything that was on the palette does not have to be touched. Yeah. It's just you can't say do any of the things that were on the no list, which none of us have. Yeah. And the things that are on the yes list are, it'd be cool if this showed up, but none of us have to do it. I was going to say there's a great uh, rock yeah, <laughs> rock star coming in from a town over called named Pelvis. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's after 12, dude. I can think of it. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have to wait till in the morning. Yeah, later in the morning. <laughs> So, under dinosaurs are being brought back by a wealthy man. I'm going to add the event that man perfects way to bring back dinos. And they start being used as beasts of burden. Nice. Oh, you did say you wanted to do that. Yep. Had to work it in. Yep. I got you there. <laughs> so now your goblin gunslinger can ride into town on the back of a... Velociraptor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Badass. <laughs> yes. Uh, Spell scar drifter. So is it? So is it humans or man or just uh, people in general? A male. Okay. Male. Uh, okay. A male. Okay. A wealthy yeah, male. Say, a wealthy male alien. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say alien. <laughs> I chanted alien over and over. Looking named Babu. Semi-intelligent. It's level 20. (laughs) He's got an intelligence score of at least 18 by now. (laughs) So I had two things? Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Can you mm. me get you one? No. <laughs> oh, yes, I would love a vanilla Coke. <laughs> I could drink one of those anytime. Any time of the night. <laughs> Stay up for hours. Yeah. Seriously, while you're up, could you get me another carbonated beverage? The doctor, without his friends to keep him company, has taken to traveling back in time to previous points in history to so bring back them. dinosaurs and other such. Say, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking, actually. The doctor brings back the dinosaurs also. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. He finds some eggs, brings them back. He's kind of losing it because he's without his friends that he's been accompanied with. He's just trying, grasping at straws to try and combat the mysterious stranger. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have guns. Guns. Dinosaurs. And he steals things. So Doc brings back stolen dinosaur. Dino eggs. Elves. Oh? I want the elves to ride around on velociraptors. The goblins are. <laughs> well, anybody oh, can. Anybody can have Yeah, them, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it, it might be interesting if they were given to the elves first. Because yeah. the elves aren't they're involved in, in the war. Nature. And they're, they're the peaceful people at this point. I was going to say aliens. So they could cool. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, if if Doc's bringing them, bringing back actual eggs, it could be that the everything being done by a, you know the wealthy man is maybe Doc brought him back to test them on an island. Yeah, yeah, he brought him back to an island to test first to see if the the eggs would actually hatch after the time travel, and once they did, he brought back enough that he could just like actually have like a dinosaur nursery kind of got out of hand. A Jurassic Park, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, brings back. <laughs> Uh, so what I mean brings back a buttload <laughs> of dino eggs and creates a dino sanctuary park nursery world. It's well off the main mass of land that we live on, but with global warming in this universe, <laughs> the oceans are lowering. <laughs> And so the land masses are gonna about to be are being connected, and there's a bridge between that island. Your next car should be global warming. Doesn't exist. Yeah, to say global warming does not exist in yeah. the world. I think it would be fun to have a campaign set in the Great Dwarven Conquest. Yeah, that would I think be it would fun. Be cool too. That's your job, Jake. Yeah. That's that is going to be your first campaign. Contest. 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 <laughs> the, oh my god! Great Dwarven contest. <laughs> so who's writing the legacy for this yeah. one? It's me. The final card. Doc brings back a buttload of dino eggs and creates a dino nursery called Triassic Island. Is it light or dark? That's light. It's dinosaurs. I know. I mean, <laughs> it has to be said. It has to be marked. Um... What was your other one you added this time? Uh, is that it? No, you're supposed to add two. I mean, two at the beginning, two at the end. That was before? I, it was before. Okay, sure. Is <laughs> so one more? Yeah, you got one more. Crap on a stick. <laughs> We've come up with a lot of yeah. story in there. So after Doc brings back 
the dino eggs and creates a Triassic Island. Uh, dinos escape and find a way to the mainland and become overpopulated. Dark? Some people get eaten, but some... Put it, make get, it a half moon. Yeah. Some people get eaten, some people learn how, learn how to rise them. There's a dark side of that moon. <laughs> First dark, then white. I actually think I've got my legacy figured out. Go ahead, do it. Right now, do it, right now. <laughs> Pull off that legacy out on the table. <laughs> big fat legacy. <laughs> sweet, sweet legacy. I want to see that legacy, boy. Mm. That's my legacy. Doc always, Doc survives. Doc always survives. There we go. It doesn't matter what we have put that man in. He always comes through. And so, this was a game of microscope. It was fun. Good job, everybody. Let's say excellent all around. Hope hope everybody enjoyed it. Enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed coming up with this. Uh, you will definitely see some of this stuff arise again as we actually get into the campaign. Um, hopefully, you guys will uh, maybe take parts of this this part in our world's history. And decide to decide to make a campaign in it. So, that being said, uh, check the show notes about how to get in touch with us, uh, about how to get a copy of this game, and everybody have a good night. Or day. Or day. Whenever you're listening. Thanks for listening to Ready to Roll. Thanks to Blue Stolly for creating free-to-use music for our intro. If you like him, you can find more of his music on Spotify and iTunes. If you like what we do, spread the word and give us a rating on iTunes. To get in touch with us, our email address is readytorollpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at readyroll. Roll spelled R-O-L-E. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again next week.